0: Mute this. I'll, st- I'll sit next to you so it's a little easier. Sure. Oh, shit. Good thing that's a bottle. Come, um,
1: Come as close as you want, friend. Ugh. It is all right. Don't owe me. I'm attractive. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, everyone. let <laughs> uh, welcome Chris temporarily back to Sketchwatch Play. Uh, this is not a numbered episode. This is a pretty impromptu bon- holiday bonus episode. Uh, something I had been... I, I think I'd, I'd actually brought this up to you early in the year without you knowing the specifics. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're recording this and should hopefully have it up before Christmas and other ho- and other holidays. Happy holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, Non-denominational den- holiday? Holly-
1: Happy holidays. Happy
0: holidays. Happy, holidays. Happy, holidays. Happy ho- winter season. Um, and... I told Chris I'm actually We're not recording this Over Skype I'm not recording this From my place I am in the Wade residence Uh Jonesy the cat Is sitting very comfortably Next to me Serena's walking around You may hear her In the background At certain points Like in the past Uh she gives the the V sign to everybody, and uh, Chris is sitting like a boss next to me. I'm spread out, leg one leg over the other. How are
1: you doing, everybody? Welcome, yeah. happy Merry Christmas. We have a Christmas tree here. We just watched a an amazing film.
0: We just watched a Christmas tree. Yeah, next to your Christmas tree, mm-hmm. and uh, we watched this thing. Mm-hmm. A apparently 1991 Independent. Uh, holiday special, the Christmas tree, mm-hmm. and I'm. This is actually something. One, I'm going to say, don't worry about trying to f- buy a copy. It's it's on YouTube. Nobody is ever going to bother re-releasing this thing, even though there was a DVD released years ago. Go on YouTube, Christmas Tree 1991. You will find it. Also, if you're into some of the same stuff as us, there's a good chance you may have at least heard of this theme because it's starting to make the rounds in terms of people who talk about this sort of thing. I first heard of it when Nostalgia Critic made it the subject of a review and I think he still may consider it the worst holiday special he's ever seen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, another very popular group, uh, Red Letter Media. They do a fun show called Best of the Worst, which is them both reacting and discussing uh, terrible movies. Mm-hmm. This is one of the only animated things they ever did and uh, I can tell you a lot of their reactions at certain points were very similar to the ones Chris experienced. Uh, all and, and smaller ones like Phelous, uh, the YouTube reviewer. Um, one of my favorite podcasts, look up the Cartoon Lampoon podcast which is three guys who are professional animators. They work on stuff like Archer. And uh, they got this requested by both me and several others. And they didn't just point out a lot of stuff. We're about to point out and talk about, like, just try to make sense of it all because of their knowledge of how animation works. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Chris, I had watched this thing several times. And thankfully, you had not seen any of the reviews. You were not aware of what this thing was really other than we... Now, I would also considered another more infamous one now, Rhapsody Street Kids. Yeah. Which you actually just watched the original of on your own, you and Serena. Um, and this was you going completely fresh and I gotta say, I just, just from the top of your head, Chris, what are your thoughts, your
1: away thoughts from the Christmas tree? From the Christmas tree? Well, this is, uh, clearly better <laughs> than the than well, kids. I, I say that only because, uh. Raps Rap City is so strange and it's on its own level. It is in its own like, little world. I, I guarantee you there are like a hundred, maybe even a thousand independent animations like uh A Christmas Tree, the film that we just watched. Uh and they probably weren't like released or or, or published or distributed or whatever. And this was. <laughs> uh this was. Um but I've seen, Against I've, seen judgment. A, I've seen a number of these kinds, and I always kind of Always kind of react. <laughs> I always have my knee jerk reactions. I don't. Wa- I don't really go out looking for them. Um, this- I don't either. But because this thing has gained some infamy through mm-hmm. critics, it's.
0: I had to watch it for myself, and I was not disappointed. Like it's. I actually do. I am a lover of the the this idea of so bad it's good movies. Mm-hmm. Um, the Room is a big one. My mm-hmm. favorite is still Troll 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, a very underrated one in my book is the sci-fi channel classic Shark Attack 3 and Megalodon, one of John Barrowman's first oh, roles.
1: right, yeah. With okay. the
0: uh, Where he, imp- he ad-libs the most amazing pickup line ever. Uh, his co-star says, woman says, I'm exhausted. He goes, Yeah, me you too, but you know, I'm really wired. What do you say I take it home and eat your pussy? Because of the making out in the shower. Oh, God. It's okay. amazing. The whole movie is amazing. But um, and so The Christmas Tree, you're not going to find information on this thing because... Other than its director, uh, basically, apparently almost no one else in this has other credits, particularly the actors. And that does not surprise me that this is the only thing these actors did. And we're actually, we have the credit screen free-framed on your TV right now. You'll notice there are several repeating names, like two Beckers, Mm -hmm. uh, two uh, Draguses, I believe. Yeah. So... This had These weren't actors. These had to be like friends of the crew.
1: They could be friends of the crew. Guys, you want to be in this classic movie? Yeah, they could be friends of the crew or they could be using fake names because they don't want to be attached to this. song. <laughs> that, that happens. That happens. Yeah, sometimes. but uh, do you think
0: these people were like, this will this will disrupt my promising acting career and talent? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I will grant you, the villain in this is having a lot of fun. I think the villain was pretty competent.
1: I, I, I got to admit, the villain who was not staged very well uh, actually had some pretty bizarre but still pretty fun moments. Um, she was...
0: You better make sure you don't tell him a thing or you and your children are out in the cold. <laughs> <laughs> you could definitely tell that that was the bad guy. Uh, they, this is one of the most evil characters you will have ever see
1: in anything. Yep. There
0: is, she is pure malice incarnate. She is... Uh... And of course, she's properly punished for that by the end. Oh boy, she's punished.
1: <laughs> well, she's punished and then rewarded?
0: She is punished and that she's demoted but otherwise still doing what she did and... I don't get what changed about her, other than um, well, we'll get to the ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those who haven't seen it, the idea is in this very ambiguous time period. Uh, the clothes and cars are weird, and like like the main mom in this is dressed like an Amish housewife I brought up, and everybody yeah. else is dressed like they're in the fifties or the, the the kids are just like twenty street urchins, like they'd be handing out newspapers. And um, it's about a bunch of orphans. Extra, extra, read all about it. Mm-hmm. Imagine these voices.
1: Doing, do, imagine these voices saying anything. Uh, well, to be fair, and I and I tend to give child actors the benefit of the doubt here because number one, they're they're kids, and of course we have our prodigies. There's prodigies out there, um, but if you're working on like a shoestring budget, sometimes you just need a four year old saying the line. I'm not saying that's right. I'm not no, saying Chris, that you want to get a talent I'm it not wasn't saying you just don't. The kids, though, it wasn't just the, the kids. father, I'm the just, mother, yeah, the mayor. I agree with Santa 100. I'm just saying, like. Sometimes these kids just don't know how to act. My favorite, four has, years old. My favorite <laughs> has to be
0: the daughter because she is mumbling all through her dialogue. Oh Every time she says Christmas, it sounds like she's, she's saying Tristmas. Tristmas. And just Trist- so Christmas. you'll get lines like Santa, if you can hear me, my Tristmas wish is needs to be changed. And
1: I'm sure Santa, if you are listening, I want to change my wish. I'm very sure that the director was like, man, that is cute. Oh, People will keep love it. It's keep cute. It. You can Or
0: they had no money and were like, that's their only take. It's 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 the it's the Tommy Wiseau, Ed Wood mm-hmm. uh, philosophy. One take, good. Print it.
1: <laughs> oh, Calculon only does one <laughs> take.
0: <laughs> if everybody with this was by Calculon, oh, it would God, be even better. If only. But if even if this had, had an all-star cast like Rhapsody Street Kids or something, uh, it is still written and animated pretty <laughs> abysmally. These designs,
1: uh, the designs, these are, designs, the kids suffer from. I mean, if you, they are all clones of Elmer Fudd. Yes, they suffer. They have a very, very abysmal condition of same face, like <laughs> and same they, bad if, face, if, same same face on the same child. It's like they copy and pasted, which I'm sure they didn't, but. It is exactly the same cheek, the same nose, the same wrinkles, weird, same wrinkles, same weird black eyes. Know, everybody
0: has these terrifying eyes. Like yeah. They're a little too detailed. They're like they're it's, like black it,
1: with a gray center, or the other way around. Yeah, it's and like it's like it's like they wanted to put more detail. It, yeah, they wanted to give more detail to the eyes, and yet they went dark than light. They tried to make them more bright.
0: alive, and they made them look dead. It's the 2D uncanny valley. Yeah. That's hard to do. like yeah. props to these guys for for.
1: Uh, unintentionally pulling it off. They wanted to pull it off Man, there are several things about this thing. About several. This show. Several. And even just the adult voice
0: Like, I, I think when you, you, early on, you guys, there's this narrator narrating like the first three minutes. And yeah. you guys, because Serena watched this with us, and she's sitting with us right now eating uh, Chili Mac, I believe, or something. Or beef, something. Beef stew. Beef stew. stew Hello, yeah. Serena, to, to the audience, by the way. Hi. Um, and you were going, like, I guess we're going to be get used to hearing this guy over the rest of the special. I was like, no, no, you're That's... not. And he's
1: one of the better actors. Well, to be honest, like, he was taught, the narrator spoke for so long. Longer than he should have. Felt like an eternity. Like if you, if okay, if you guys ever want to take a uh, take a class in how not to deliver exposition, unfortunately, this is the way to not deliver it exposition. A in the Christmas tree. <laughs> uh,
0: this, but this, right
1: after you say that, Miss Nobita and the
0: dad start talking. Yeah. Like I said, Miss Nobita is okay, even though her character is the most. There is no goodness, woman. There is nothing redeeming. This woman. She exists to to inflict pain. Um. And then the dad is like come from the mayor uh, I better go now the, the, I will be back before Christmas the dad we come from the mayor's I'd better go now take good care of yourself and the children Judy I will be back before Christmas
1: the dad and and the wife were literal pod people I think they you, they took the original goodbye, people. Ray.
0: you take care of
1: you that's what you said when the mom first yeah. we got, that was the first look at the dead eyes yeah. and her
0: voice and that's when you went I, I have to hit you
1: I have assumed that they were just like yes husband it is I, your wife. I, I brought up that Invader Zim quote. I do not know what you're talking about. I am normal. <laughs> I am normal. We are human, like you. <laughs> oh, oh, it reminded me of that. this really old and obscure movie called Robot Monster, where the robot monster was just yes, some- Yes, the embassy- Yeah, some, douche, some douchebag in a gorilla suit. And, and a, a scuba helmet. Yeah, the scuba helmet. And he like, humans, you will bow before the romance. I am romance. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, that's what this reminds me of. That's exactly who I am. That's it's what the often. parents... That's what these parents Jesus. were like.
0: And the kids were just all over the goddamn place because, like I said, we had the two main kids who are voiced by kids who don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Some of the other kids are like that. Then you have that one with the bow, the one you complain about, like, how do you not see her? She's singing it all out from behind the wall uh, who is voiced by, like, a young adult. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. our favorite, this one boy... Uh, you're convinced he's the devil. I'm convinced he's the devil. He it is. is he, he, th- he talks in a squeaky voice. I think it's a woman that they modulated chipmunk style. Yep, they did. But it is so like it does that thing where it just changes sound yeah. in between syllable, and you're just like, what? What, is, I'm what like, is this? I'm like, is this
1: some kind of hellion? Just, just, just disguised about as a child. Your mother. Red velvet for stockings. What's that? You know, for a second, I was half expecting to go, Remember me, Eddie? I killed your brother, I talked just like this! (laughs) Special guest star, Christopher Lloyd. It was all along. This This, is classic. Titty rockets just come out of his eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. There's so many ways you could easily have made this thing better. Oh just god! God, this movie's played really straight too. Like oh. this is a ho- this is a Christmas story, except for the fact that the plot goes completely bonkers this in the is... last. The fact that like okay, so so yeah, tell us t- tell us the story. Mrs. Mrs.
0: Mavilda, she's mad that the mom is making them happy. No,
1: who who, uh, who uh, the the orphans happy? It was the orphans. The mom home.
0: Judy is ma- is making the orphans happy. She's okay. treating them with love and care. I mean, unlike how, you know, at the beginning, we get that monster, she doesn't give them food, and she makes the Thanksgiving dinner all for herself. Yeah! And uh, she keeps taking all the money the mayor just assumes, uh, oh, we didn't get—we didn't talk about the anime child porn at the beginning. We did not. That was weird. this stupid mayor, all she does to convince the mayor that she's, that she's taking good care of these kids is bring out two of them in pretty clothes, have them just stand there, and he's like, that is great, because that's how the mayor talks. Gives them t- two bags of money, not mm-hmm. a check, not, not bills, two, two little handbags. Two
1: cartooned bags yep. of... Yep, what, walks well, away. I, I, I can't even say cartooned bags of money, because they could have been filled with anything. But go on, go on. Then nobody leaves, she takes off the shirts of both of them with a
0: boing side effects puts them in a hanger I think to pointed out the hangers were wrong like they weren't there or something and then a, a lingering shot on these two kids and their on knees they're like now it's an anime Jesus! oh no
1: that's child porn no. <laughs> she just rips that oh god oh, like, and they, they, <laughs> it was kind of not the smart thing to do <laughs> just to have and they were like in opposite poses too the, like the, you'd have the, to spect- the the girl was stiff and the boy was
0: like awkwardly covering his nipples yeah
1: may I say something yes uh, the little girl um, she had no shirt on she yeah. was naked like she was just in her yeah. panties it yeah. made me very uncomfortable yeah. and that's, that's sh- what I'm saying it's an anime the yeah. shot just linked it was like hey check yeah. this out I'm like I don't want to look at this yeah. please stop um,
0: <laughs> you didn't do- maybe they didn't double check this you think that's a possibility they didn't did, um, did, pay much attention or didn't take much time to their craft
1: this movie has a very bad habit of not going through quality control and when uh, I say that I'm just like the other part
0: when uh, that I made me go this is an anime is when Mavilda makes that phone call to right, her right. chubby friend who sounds the moment he started talking like what do you want me but I turned to you and went what are you buying stranger
1: what are you selling
0: because he sounds like that too, just not British but then and there's another point where like um, oh no she's calling her poker friends and it's just her going like you feel lucky come over but it's her it's like a repeated she might as well be going ha
1: Ha, ha ha! It's 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 one mouth flap where it's one, just like open one little close, brief animation. Open, close. Yep. And
0: speaking of mouth animation, they did a big misunderstanding and maybe that's where all their budget went. Look, and you do it if you're doing, doing old cell animation like this, you do a separate layer when the character is standing still and their mouth is moving, so you don't have to you know, you don't you can keep the body as it is and not have to do independent drums. No, 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 no. These guys redrew the whole body for every mouth shape, except sometimes they didn't redraw the eyes. No. So the eyes were static and the whole body is jittering like an alien.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there were, a lot of, there were a lot of issues with this thing. I kept
0: bringing up this director, Flammarion Ferreira, yeah. the greatest name I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, and I love the fact that this starts with a custom title card, Flammarion Ferreira Productions. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, that's a porn name. I, looked I know it up. it's a porn name. I looked it up. This is the only work of Flammarion Ferreira Productions. I'm not surprised. But it is not <laughs> the only work of Flammarion Ferreira. He or she, because you can't find anything about this person online. I did read a YouTube comment, but I can't verify it, where somebody's saying, yeah, I met this guy. He was an eccentric Brazilian fellow. Um, but here are some of the things he has been working on since the, like, 60s or 70s or whatever. Uh, he started at Filmation, where he worked on, um, I think he worked on stuff like Fat Albert, their, like Their Ghostbusters, Brave Star. Uh, he was a storyboard artist on the Tiny Toon Moose mm-hmm. Movie, How I Spent My Vacation. Oh, wow, really? On Tiny Toon's itself, Tasmania, a bunch of the Lampford Time
1: sequels. Well, honestly, I'm more surprised that he storyboarded than he actually uh, worked on, t- it on He did storyboard like...
0: on Phineas and Ferb, Ben wow. Zero, The 7D... Mickey and the Road Star racers okay,
1: okay time out. are we talking about Flamingo Marion Flam- Ferrera these really? are all, he is
0: still working on Pen 0 part-time hero he is still working so but,
1: I'm guessing that this is something he does not want to be remembered for here's the thing
0: this is his only directorial credit and his only character design credit okay he is mainly a storyboard artist and a background painter well I guess As we pointed out some of the backgrounds in this look okay at times he probably did this himself, and I don't know what the conditions were, like, because it wasn't written by him, because I, I, I want to bring up Cartoon uh, not Cartoon Brew, Cartoon Lampoon brought up the podcast, um, the, co- the writer, which is like Nails Christensen, which I joke, oh, it's Hayden Christensen's dad, mm-hmm. Talent runs the family. Sure, This is the only writing credit. Mm. Uh, same with the voice headers, and even some of the animators, apparently. But you got to wonder if somebody, like, met Flamer again and saw that he had credentials and assumed that meant he could make a cartoon all on his own, mm-hmm. and he just went, well, you know what? I'll try it. I'll take that. Check it. I'll try my damnedest.
1: I'm surprised. Like, it's such a leap going from the animator oh. on the Christmas tree and then going to Tiny Toons, How I Spent My Vacation. Tiny Toons, How I Spent My Summer Vacation had a lot of really good animation well, in like it. Well,
0: like I said, he's a, primarily a background and storyboard yeah. artist. Not an animator, not a character designer, yeah, well, well, and that's not what, a director. Well, I'm
1: saying that, that's that's such a leap going from yeah. like, going from that I mean, role. I'm happy this didn't ruin him. Yeah, me too.
0: Um, but it might have been a lesson learned for him because he never directed anything again. Mm-hmm. He was like... He lo- it was a uh, Wreck-It Ralph lesson of know your place.
1: <laughs> well, maybe yeah. Maybe this was uh, maybe this was like a, a trial by fire for him. And then.
0: I, judging by what we saw, I think he had he was, did not have the most luxurious amount of time or money.
1: I wonder if the, any other animators on this like got any more credit or got any more like. I don't
0: have time ever. to look them all up, but the Cartoon Lampoon guys said that a lot of them was their only credit too. Oh man, there were a lot of amateurs here, and maybe it was a local production. Maybe, maybe he just whoever wherever he was making at the time, that's where he found these. Actors, I'm doing Quotey Fingers, mm-hmm. and these animators, and it's like, let's just do it. We can look at, look at you know, Charlie. you B- probably like, i imagine imagining going like, I, I, I can't do the accent. He's like, guys, look at Charlie Brown Christmas. That was threadbare. That was a bunch of first timers. They made a classic. We can do that. And I'm pretty sure that's what the Rapsy Street Kids' aim was too. Like, yeah, for a new generation. Yeah. Um, and like when you get to the end, like when you get to the lesson of this. Uh, Like they just tried to shoehorn the Christmas spirit in there where it's like Christmas is where the grandparents and the parents get together and then they establish like everybody makes wishes to Santa and I was like I don't think is that a thing?
1: I think it is a thing. I did not do that growing up. I mean growing up in a Christian I wrote a list. In a a Christian household uh, I wrote my list to Santa but my parents also Beat it into me about oh, like well not not physically okay. beating into you. I mean wow, that's a different households. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's <laughs> anyway. No, it's uh they they were basically like so they hammered into b- your head. Hammered it into my head. They were like, you can have Santa, but just know that there's someone who's better than Santa. And I'm like, who is better than Santa? Jesus. And I'm like. Do, does Jesus give presents? <laughs> no. He, he gave his... Loved you a he, lot. He loves you a lot and gave his... the And died for your sins. And did I'm you like, say to him, like, well, you love me too. I'm like, you love me too, but can I have a Nintendo 64? From Jesus? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Santa left the house oh, so fairly quickly after that yeah, conversation. Well, actually,
0: I got did you ever get a n 64 for Christmas? I
1: did. For Christmas? Yes. Were well, you like that YouTube video? Uh, No. Nothing's like that YouTube video, Nothing I think. Nothing's like that YouTube video. There's a oh, reason. <laughs> Oh well, honestly, the only reason it wasn't like that YouTube video is because by that point, I actually paid for the N64 with a third of my, uh, my allowance. Me and
0: my brother, me and Patrick, we got it when it came out. We each paid fifty bucks, and I think my parents helped with the remaining because mm-hmm. it was two hundred bucks. Maybe we each paid
1: half. I don't remember. It was something well, like that. It was, it was either a third or a half. I know I did put.
0: put yeah, that was, was down the first one it. where your parents my parents, like you got to contribute to it yeah, with chores and allowance. So. I didn't appreciate um, that yeah tough love All but right. uh no i will say the one thing of that, of that of that nc4k video that does ring true to me is because that was me every year when i got a big game was where he's freaking out and he goes nintendo 64 in a remote control car oh god that was every time you open your best gift you have to be very polite with the next yeah. one yeah oh little...
1: socks oh, yay socks so- i hate
0: it right? i i, I hate it getting socks oh after, after i never like it even if i got them before my favorite gift I have a billion you already. I've never cared about clothes. I'm not mm-hmm. a fashionable guy. Um, I have friends
1: who are, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but okay. I, 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 yeah, I like clothes before and after Christmas. I Don't like muddy my Christmas I like that lo- we've
0: gotten so far away from talking about the Christmas tree, but there's still so much I want to talk about. Okay, okay. The editing. Oh,
1: boy.
0: There's one part in particular where it's it do keeps doing these clock wipes between the poker game mm-hmm. and, and Judy telling this story. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really need to be that way. And they're like, the Mavilda cuts are like three seconds, and they keep cutting them off. They start to wipe while people are talking. Like, now you're cooking with get. Yeah.
1: <laughs> there are literally a bunch of meanwhiles I mean the narrator doesn't pop oh no pop, I was doing well, that well uh, yeah well I'm saying like the narrator doesn't go like meanwhile it, the, you might as well yeah you might as well at this point because uh, the mom was like talking to the orphans and saying Santa's everybody's father yeah. I've been all or nothing yeah, all, yeah and be, here's all the kids money the villain literally says here's all the kids no no she says kid- here goes the children's money again and, and, oh god oh, she's used to it she revels in it I'm like can you at least pay for some vaccines for Say these Nick, kids isn't that one kid? It's Mrs. Movilda. God, I'm kind of just, I just, I just want this scene to end, and it ends in like three seconds. Like and it's literally, literally like goodbye. No, no, no. It kids. ends. You noted when she lost, there was a boing. And yeah. When is she getting an erection? There was yeah. There was like this lady who was like, "I'm taking all your money." And I win. Mean, and she
0: goes, "No, no." What do you think, Movilda? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, I think it's because she was meant to, like, sit upright in shock, but it was not animated very well, it was, so... It
1: was not... You thought they got girlwood. The animation was not there, and I assumed that someone was very, very pleased with winning, so, uh, it was... I mean, she be, could, she could have a penis, we, 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 I can accept that, I'm yeah. open to that. I mean, it's, <clears throat> yes, it's, it's really easy to, like, tackle these shock compositions and tackle, like... The, the 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 crazy editing choices and the editing is not just rely to cuts it relies to dialogue. There are multiple points you can tell
0: they just synced in two lines. Like when uh, Vilda is, is like laying the roller, she goes, "Come, children, follow me." Another thing. Come, children, follow me. Another thing. Yeah, <laughs> and another thing. Like, what i leaving. And <laughs> another, or when she's laughing in bed, and you go, she goes like. <gasps> And the gas, like, goes back to a stern expression like, two frames. Yeah. My favorite is this drawn-out conversation of the kids. They start arguing about, like, the rules of Santa wishes in time, and can they change it, and will it reach the star, and will it work? And, you know, they're, like, they're being really down. Or You were probably about, like, how bleak it were. Like, it's going to be a long, hard, cold winter. And then Pappy, the main kid... Oh, the, the fact that the main kid's name, Pappy, threw me off, because my brother, Patrick, our nickname for him forever has been Pappy or Patty. So it's, like, my own brother's his soulless Aryan child. And he goes... Yes, it's no
1: use. Wait a minute.
0: Yes, it's no use. Wait a minute
1: <laughs> These switch on a dime. These kids unfortunately do not have very much acting experience. And it's
0: man, does it show? The editing did not help. The, <laughs> the editing ed- did not help. The no, role did not help. No. Nothing helps anything else There's, other than
1: unintentional hilarity. Except there there is that dog who Licorice. We know who, yeah, who we, Licorice is a, just an adorable black dog who does not deserve this pain. An amalgamation of every Disney dog. Every you were saying Disney-
0: it's Pongo. I was saying it's Tramp.
1: I'm saying, and this is not a Disney movie, but I'm, I was, I know the dead old Balto because he outright fights a bear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what if he's half wolf? And, and Serena started quoting Boris. <laughs> you both
0: started quoting Boris. No, no, no he. I finished it with uh, maybe a wolfkin. Then I went, Luigi, <laughs> Roger. <laughs>
1: Bob Hoskins. It, it was good stuff. Uh, that just that one scene. Okay, so the, no, that was not. It was dog. Well, yeah. I, I, I was entertained. Um, there was the the this black dog licorice is yeah. helping um the two kids get to the Pappy. North Pole, and apparently they do because they pull up that map, and you were like, "This is a Hyrule. This is a video game yeah, world." They're trying to. Where, what planet is this set on? Yeah, they're trying to look for Santa, and they pull they whip out that strange Hyrule map, and they're like, "We gotta go this way." And off, they get a sled somewhere off routes two seventy or whatever the fuck, and, and they're and they, and, they, and they they're able to. Go go like upwards they find a the North Pole yeah they're in this Midwestern looking town five minutes
0: later they say there's there's, there's, there's literally a North Pole yep. with a sign and they've reached it yeah they've reached the
1: North I... Pole no majesty no 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 circ- no explanation no explanation no circumstance whatsoever. no popping circumstance whatsoever it's just you're at the North Pole and then this bear showed up the, No, no then Baloo shows up Then that is, Baloo that's shows pretty up pretty much an angry looking
0: Baloo mm-hmm. making lion sounds you know what mean? Yeah. well he just went really loud words I was like that's fucking terrifying that's a, yeah it
1: was t- I'm like that's Rrr, the it's really loud. I'm like Rrr. yeah, and I'm like that's the MGM lion. We're about to watch Tom and Jerry. <laughs> no, we end up watching Wiley e. Coyote. We ended up watching Wiley e. Coyote. The dog <laughs> and the bear, trips. the dog and the bear have it out, and, and the, ba- it's- the dog gets swiped. He just gets up. He's fine. Yeah, plot armor. And they they they, they just oh, the bear. The bear fl-
0: runs at him, trips on the dog, the, and yeah. then just a comical shot. All that was missing was the. food <laughs> pulling down a clip, and he cuts away before the dust cloud. Yep, like they kill that bear.
1: That bear is dead. <laughs>
0: All right. Um, oh, but also in the process, Lily, the sister, she doesn't fall off this slip as much slide down it. Yeah, for a long time. And they really... They really... They dwell on, oh, she is dead. you yeah. must be dead. Yeah. Except for then the mayor goes... I'd organize a search party.
1: We must find the little girl. So, so the little girl, after, after this whole brouhaha with the, uh, with licorice to dog and the bear who is dead, the, the little girl slides down the cliff and her brother Pappy is going to go look for her. Can't find her. Can't find her. He is out there for, what we assume, is hours. Well,
0: it's next night time. And then, you know, that emotional,
1: Lily, 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 where'd you go? Lily. Lily, 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 Lily. Uh, you may not have noticed this, but um, there's a wide shot of the uh, of Pappy yelling for Lily, yes. and he's trying. Um, uh, and whoever is doing the sound editing is trying to make it sound like that. There's an echo in the background, yeah. but they but they keep it they keep it on the same level. Yeah. Unfortunately, they also sync the animation to the echo. I, oh, <laughs> I missed that! Oh my god! And I was <laughs> like, wait a minute. This isn't just I'm, another world. This is another dimension. This type thing takes like, Echoes work. I'm done. I I can't talk anymore about this. There thing. were so many times you were
0: you had, you you were close. To, you wanted to give up. I To give up, I do because you were lying down. You had your head in your hands. You just couldn't even make out a scream anymore. This
1: was obviously not executed very well, and I think a lot of people knew that at the time. But it's pretty. It's not hard to imagine. Like there, this thing was kind of rushed, or it seems. <laughs> yeah, just just a little bit. Maybe like, like I don't work on this thing. I don't know what these people had to go through, and I feel really sorry that you know I'm kind of trampling I over want their names. That about podcast I mentioned, they said Flamingo Ferrer. If
0: you, if somebody else in the animation industry knows Flamingo Ferrer, please have the intention with us. We want to know the story of this because we bet it's fascinating.
1: Yeah, I I actually want to know what's what's going into this. Did did he just have an idea? Did he? You just know wanted to run with? Because how all much? Been with how there. little we know about this? With how much we have to theorize? This
0: is a literal. This is a real creepy pasta. Mm-hmm. This is Candle Cove in real life. We. We can't we don't know what made this thing? What this it is, is? This is basic, we can only theorize with
1: all the YouTubers that are basically talking about this thing and I, yeah, It might as well be a legend. In, in, in its this, own thing, right. this
0: is why this is one of the reasons I want not just to expose sp- bo- explode. Explode you to its wonder, but because I think people Thank people you. seek the out If you love bad, it's so bad it's good. This is a treasure. Yeah, yeah. I adored this movie. I,
1: yeah, I'm actually not a uh, I'm actually not a big uh, fan of so bad. I Escape. can tell. Yeah. Well, no, uh, uh, when it came to Rhapsody, actually a friend of ours was yes. like threw it to us. We seen it.
0: We saw a meme. you watched. But you watched the whole thing previously. Yeah, of you. Yeah, we.
1: And that was more tolerable to you. I that, think? that was actually I thought it was more worse than this. Honestly. I don't. <laughs> on a technical level, yes. But on other levels, the, the, the only I mean the 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 fact that there are actual like. Yeah, experience, Recon- good, recognizable actors, experienced actors in it mm-hmm. did not make it better for me. It makes it much surreal, if anything. Cause <laughs> it's got a terrible story and literally the worst animation yeah, ever, yeah. anywhere. I mean, because that tells me the same thing that these guys have to go through. They had to get a paycheck. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, look, Walter look, Jones is right? in there. Oh. Mark Hamill's in oh, there. I think about this one. No, no, no. The, I, I think these were just like,
0: yeah, I'll be in it. These these relatives.
1: And that's happened before, but I'm sure that they were like, mm, this will, this is going to be a big thing, or it's someone like oh yes, I don't know yes. Ellie Dragas or. Actually she's no, a little, a look, she's look. a little girl, that doesn't matter. But her mom played the mom.
0: I assume it's her mom or aunt or something. Yeah. Like, I'll bring in my daughter. Well, She'll be great. I'm sure they got
1: compensated. And they were listening, oh, it's adorable. That'll work out so well. I'm sure they got compensated. But even all yes. right, oh, okay. okay oh, I am cool. talking about the quality of their finished work, not yeah. their compensation. Well, I'm I'm talking about i I'm I'm putting I'm lumping all of that in. All of that shit in. You know, it's funny. I, mean, I don't
0: see either cats nearby, and they might have fled. Like he is getting. These guys are getting worked up. Uh, what is going on?
1: Well, I mean, ugh, I've had so many knee jerk reactions watching this thing, and <laughs> most of them were hilarious. And I recorded the whole thing. Yeah, I'm gonna, we're going to intersperse it into this episode, and I might either put it all, like I'm going to
0: once I start editing this, thing, I'm going to figure out like either put it after this episode in mm-hmm. the in the file, or as a separate bonus thing, or on YouTube.
1: I don't know. But about the same time, like I, 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 some, mo- I can't say some. I can't say most. All of the mistakes that we see that are clearly bad are clearly entertaining because, yes, it's so oh, bad, it's good. Yeah. But at the same time, like, the even beyond that, the feeling that I felt through all this is secondhand embarrassment because I kind of <laughs> know what it's like to work on you a— You felt bad for well, the people who worked on yeah, this? Yeah, because I know what it's like to work on something like this, and it turns out not yeah. good. <laughs>
0: you were saying because you worked on some pilots that never got finished or premiered that were like— you could kind of get. Do you think you went through a similar process? Yeah, <laughs> guys. We said before we'll say it
1: again. Animation is hard. Animation is hard as balls, guys. <laughs> and I and I get it. I get it. I've worked with directors who are like, we gotta do. We gotta make this character design, and I'm like, but this character design is stereotypical as hell. And they were like, in but his, I like it. <laughs> in the case of this, the character designs were
0: all abysmal. They're, all the kids
1: had the same face. All, all the adults were look dead like dead zombies. Mm-hmm. All the kids look like Elmer Fudd. I think we brought that up. It is literally yeah. like a little Elmer Fudd sometimes in drag. We have we have to touch. I mean, I don't think the, there are a few things I want someone to touch. But go ahead. I have to touch on the fact that all right. Yes, there are there are there, there are clear limitations to what the animation could do here, and the editing is abysmal. <laughs> uh, wow. The easiest thing a, a, a director can do is to compose their storyboards and their writing to make things easier for the animators to make them flow to, properly. Make, to make them flow properly, Timing. and if and if there's any. Problems later on during production, they can say we got to take an extra stab at this. We got to do this over. But we got to rework this.
0: If you hire someone best best done done for storyboard and background to like almost one man show this thing, mm-hmm. Sometimes, guess what? Yeah, it's not going to turn out so
1: great. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm, not, and again,
0: also, I'm not saying Flumary Ferrari is incompetent. I look at his body of work. I don't think he is. I think he was forced out of his comfort zone, mm-hmm. and I don't know how or why, but.
1: I'm speculating because yeah. I like I said I don't know who's who, what the circumstances are and what happened. I think there were a lot of circumstances. <laughs> but when it comes to writing, and we're going to note this in the ending of the uh, of the of the goddamn film, <laughs> the writing is not there. So that's okay. One thing I want to
0: touch on because we were flipping out because how you were misunderstanding lines. The villain comes with this plan, but she calls the the thug, mm-hmm. and she's saying something like "Use your fast fingers." I know. You oh can. God! And then she said something like "Just put it in, Just put it right in, <laughs> put it in, and in the you, and You screamed. <laughs> Put anything you want inside. What? Oh. No, 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 no. In the bag. In the bag.
1: Oh. 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 There, okay. You missed so, what she so, was talking about. So the villain is basically trying to frame the mother who yes. is working in the house for the orphans. Have her
0: drive up, run an errand to her, her colleague. While she's mm. there, he sneaks something, one of his things into her bag. Then she says, wait an hour and call the police. Then yep. you'll sort of think she's y- wrong. Yeah.
1: All right. In the middle of this, there's, there's, there's a little girl watching, and I'm going to get to that in a second. Oh, man. You've flipped. But the villain is basically trying to frame the mother, and she's... She got her fired. Unfortunately, the phrasing is not great. <laughs> That's what I just said. <laughs> yes, yes. And essentially, she's like, you gotta use your fast fingers. I'm like, why? Put it right in there. Put it, you gotta put, just put it in and the bag. I was, I
0: was bringing up, like, I, you know, they have a history together, these two. Yeah. Like, I was like, you know what? There, I think there's, there's lore here. There must be a, a Christmas tree expanded universe, and a fan base, and... The, the hit deep lore of Mistress, Mrs. Mavilda?
1: You're going too deep. If I'm taking this at face value, they're role playing over the phone. They're, they're having phone sex. <laughs> that is exactly what is happening. That's the lore. They're, they're all like, this, dude, I, wait an hour I, and call the police. I met Mrs. We look up Christmas tree, rule 34. Mm, I don't want to do that. Not with these character designs. Not, not with these character designs, not with. Whew, there's there's too much that could go wrong. Also, I have to ask the
0: children. There's already basic kitty porn, and this
1: yeah, it's kind of problematic. <laughs> All right, I mean, guys, it's, it's guys, not, guys, Chris, it's not what they wanted
0: to do, but yeah. Let's get to your talk about. Let's talk about the ending because I kept typing up for you. No, no, this isn't crazy yet. You're what you gotta wait. You gotta see how they wrap this up. Where she's about to chop down the tree. With the electric chainsaw, the son shows up and is like, "Mommy." And the dad pops up out of nowhere. He just runs to frame, like, "What happened? What happened to the daughter?" Yeah, the
1: father who was in the beginning of the film, who showed up literally for a half, the last three minutes, thirty-five minutes or whatever, he is completely
0: inconsequential. He when is about
1: gone. It. There is no reason why he should be in the story until nope. that moment. No,
0: there's no reason why he needs to be in the story period. Or, or it would, yeah, it yeah, would have changed. Yeah, yeah.
1: And he they just should... to make a joke? It doesn't make any sense at and the he, end. And he just shows the fuck up. So and it's like my favorite
0: two seconds of animation is what happened. He he goes, you know, this is the pretend they're hearing. But he goes. She fell off the cliff all the way down, and I'm gonna do the response right now. It is their their eyelids are half-lidded. None of them. None of the moods of the eyelid go up for a second. then they go back down? There's no utterance. There's no. Oh my god. It's just and then the mom just go. Oh my poor baby. Oh my poor
1: baby. Oh. And, then, and then they get back to such oh, my- like.
0: Then she gets right back to tell the mayor, Mr. Mayor, here's what's going on with the
1: tree. I'm like, your daughter is possibly dead. What, they quick, are tell, tell me, what is the name of your daughter? What does she look like? Have you seen her before? Well, you see, if you look at this tree, you know, Lord, I, it I don't think you know how to raise children. Oh, and her plan
0: before the mayor shows up was to get the kids and form a human shield. Mm. And I started going, we, we shall
1: not, we, we shall, shall not be moved. We shall overcome. And, I, I, and Mrs. The is telling the thug, cut right through him. I don't know how to do it. Ended if the mayor didn't happen to be driving by. I think that I think uh uh Madam Trunchbull or whatever her name is, <laughs> gonna, like Solomon. Yeah, I wish. God, now that's a villain. That's, that's an <laughs> awesome. Villain. Put her in this movie, and put her in. Better. Yeah, that, that that this movie would have been oh, ten times oh, better. Oh, there's that
0: one shot I've noticed where she goes right off model. I'm cutting her down for
1: firewood. Dude, and we all went, what the fuck? You should put the Trunchbulls in there. Fresh meat. I have to admit that the designs were pretty consistent up except when toward, they weren't, except where they weren't, and that happened like five times. And one of one of those times is when the when the villain gets really close to the Looks camera. Up. And you see, Detailed animation. Yeah, and it gets, you see, like, all the, like, all of her teeth. She, her proportions get way too realistic. <laughs> I, this happens with Santa too.
0: Oh, my God. Well, okay, the ending. So, she, so, she, they, they're, they're explaining, they're playing everything, and then they're like, where's Mrs. Mavilda? And the mayor's like, Mrs. Mavilda, we'll come to my office tomorrow morning. You've got some explaining to do." Uh, then she pops up and snaps the chainsaw, and is like, see, that woman? Like, I run toward her, and she's like, no, no, nope, get the chainsaw. Yeah, like, holy shit. She <laughs> starts <laughs> to swing, and the kids go, oh, no. no. Oh. <laughs> and then, out of nowhere, a mm. bowl of lightning comes directly to the midst of Bildad. A literal act of God. She flies off screen and then there's this guy going, what happened? And it's my favorite my favorite bit character, because it's a woman, but she sounds like one of the Monty Python women in drag. I don't know. Mm. She got struck by lightning. And I'm
1: like, yes. And some other we little all little saw little that. Girl, look at that! Santa flies in from the North Star. And it was him all along. It was Santa, and it's weird because I called that. I called yes. that exactly. You said five thing. minutes earlier, like, and oh, I I,
0: Santa is the yeah, day. Yeah,
1: and 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 I was still not prepared for a no. lightning bolt. It's out <laughs> thing is one of the most out of the blue things you can imagine. Nothing like this has happened up to this point. There is, I mean, there has been no weather <laughs> in this movie <laughs> except for that. Literal bolt of lightning. It's a part where it's summer and then it's winter all of a sudden. Yeah, and I'm like, there is no. In the scene where
0: the mom is telling the story of Christmas of Santa, it cuts outside in summer when she's finished. It's winter.
1: I can't. I can't. It's an alien it. planet. It's an, but, um, a, it's an alien okay. planet. Okay, we were talking
0: about the Santa. Turns out he found Lily. She was in the sleigh, and she hops out.
1: That's Ooh. a lie, because Lily was there. There was a there shot. The, the there a the shot. In no, this.
0: it's reused. They all gasped when she has that freaky, I'm cutting down for firewood. I noticed. I went back and compared it. So they just reused that and didn't bother. Like, uh, she's there. Oh, whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a lot of double checking
0: here. And then, okay. So Santa does three things. He drops off the daughter. He fries Lily. He just, Shoots more magical dust. That gives the kids the new clothes they want so mm-hmm. bad. Uh, oh, four. He flies away, and we get a, a proper explanation for how Santa can do we go around the world. He just shoots each, pe- each present off in a parachute, and it goes down the chimney. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: I'm like, you didn't account for wind shear. He's that good, lady And Did you chair. notice his voice? Yeah, we like, you know, sound like it sounds like opp- it's the opposite of the alien shell. It's like shifted to sound like a demon, like, please, 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 please. like
0: Are you okay? And yet that is not the most terrifying thing about Santa. No, we turn not. behind, we get
1: like a one a half second shot. Chris, what did we see? We saw a, a near photorealistic Santa just winking at the camera, yeah. and it's like the most horrifying, jarringly terrible thing. And it's gonna be the thumbnail for this episode. Yes, I, guarantee I it. hope so. What, nothing sums up the Christmas tree quite like. As yeah, much. and the kid, and and the Winks little back. girl, and the little girl who legit almost died earlier. But he saved her somehow. Saved her somehow. Winks back. It's and it's like the most they totally different thing. They could put so- in that Simpson joke. I thought you were dead. Nope. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought you were dead. Nope. I was. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, maybe off screen, have found the body. Maybe. And. <clears throat> They used Christmas magic. Christmas. Of course, <gasps> that's the only thing that.
1: It, oh my god, I got it! Jesus showed up and used his resurrection powers off screen. Yes, that's exactly what happened. If if only they expo- <laughs> if only they explained that in ex- exposition, I would have felt better about it. But they didn't, so I have to use my dumb brain <laughs> and I try and to figure to it out end, myself.
0: The end. Uh, after things are happy, um, they decide that that the mom Judy will be, be in the new orphanage, and dad says a joke that fails because he gets his numbers wrong, like. No, we'll be raising seven kids. And you point out, she's like seven. And you're like, I can't birth that many. Uh, yeah. We well, did like, nine because He points over yeah. to them and the orphan gets Seven kids total. You got
1: your math wrong in the script. Yes. There were seven kids. Look at you, bottom right. You didn't go back and read. God damn he, it. He, he, he didn't go back. It's already I, a lame joke. It that, that makes no sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. That kind of thing does happen in modern in modern day animation. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, in it's tough. It's, yeah, it's tough to judge. Right. That so here's shit the right.
0: closing. Here's the closing and the moral and the epilogue. Ms. Mobile walked out from behind a building. She's fine. She's physically fine, but she seems very humbled. I think the lightning, maybe it struck some sense into her. I don't know. I think... And that... the mom walks over, and she does a thing of, like, lifting her up with her fingers, her face, and I just went, make out!
1: Oh, yeah, totally. Like, the either the that lightning bolt, like, turned her into a different person, or it just zapped the evil out of her. Oh, I think they that... you say it turned her gay. Oh, it could have. Uh, obviously, because uh, they were legit, looked like... She looks at Judy and goes, put it in. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Use your fast fingers. Well, uh, uh, me with my... T- clearly 13-year-old brain that saw that happen and the mom just takes her by the chin ever so tenderly. And then just and goes, come celebrate with us. My brain was just like... Oh, no. My brain was like, nah, nah, y'all need to do something. That's, that's not where this was going. Nah. <laughs> and I... It was the weirdest thing to have done that, and you imagine this, the this? sexy ending. I imagine it's not the sexy ending because it's Mrs. Miniver. I imagine the pornhub ending. That's what I imagine. I do not want to see anything. <laughs> <photographic> <laughs> to say before two. These designs? No, no,
0: no, 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 none of them. Oh yeah, there's After the guys' children
1: too. Yeah, that's the bad thing about. But, this. Okay, no, no.
0: So they forgive her, and then the the rest of the ending is just a, a faraway shot with that narrator coming back, mm-hmm. like so. The parents decided to work at the orphanage and care for the children. And then miss Mav- then <laughs> I love this. Mrs. Mavilda, don't worry about Mrs. She She's fine now. In fact, I hear she went to work as Judy's assistant. Ha, ha, ha. Don't worry. She's good now. Because, you know, we'll get to more in a second. But it's like, they say it like we were supposed to be worried about Mrs. Mavilda all along. I was not
1: worried. I was hoping... Like, me and Serena just, uh, Well, Serena was like, yeah, I hope she's dead. And I'm like, I, I, I said it When is point, she going like, to rot
0: in a jail cell? Yeah. Because uh, they admit every horrible, horrible thing. Her entire existence is devoted to. Actively, consciously making these children suffer. Like She never told me about Christmas. She's like, I'm betting the children's money again. Or yeah. one of my favorites of the game when the children gave getting no food, and then it shows like her table is like a Thanksgiving dinner, and she's
1: just like, yeah, yeah. She was really happy she about. She was the most evil that you can get. She was she was pretty happy about but making those kids miserable. They took her
0: right back, and she's good now because Santa bolted her. But
1: I'm thinking that there is like a hidden DLC to this film, <laughs> where. Where, a direct-to-video sequel. Yeah, yeah, direct-to-video sequel where we saw, like, in the span of that 10 seconds where she got zapped by lightning and Santa came and saved the day, that there is a hidden storyline where Mrs. Matilda, whatever the hell her name is, go, Mavilla, goes through, like this, goes through, like, uh, like a giant three chapter character arc where she I learns the, you. she learns the meaning of Christmas and then she comes back and, she, and she's like I have she's learned doing, she's in a time warp yeah i learned the error of my ways Disbanded
0: expanded lore of the Christmas story it has to be a thing out there it's just so obscure we haven't found it yet that
1: lightning bolt put her into another when dimension. we discover
0: it this will all make sense yeah yeah and then the last line the moral the moral so the narrator says don't worry she's good now She learns that you always win when you are good. Merry Christmas, everybody. Is
1: that the moral of the story? Don't worry about Mrs. Mavilda. She's good now. She learned that you always win when you are good. Merry Christmas, everybody.
0: That's what we were building up to, and that's so true. You look at current events; you, you
1: always win when you are good. But that's she the did, moral. That's but, real life. But she wasn't good. She won, <laughs> well, she's,
0: but she's good now.
1: Mm, no, she was bad throughout the entire. Won time. when she became good. It's, she won because she became good. No, I mean she literally <laughs> did nothing. Like she just walked from behind a house. Like, and she's you're you're oh. left to wonder: Did she become good? And the mom's like, "Yeah, that's good enough." And you're like, "How? How is that good enough?" Just discussing this special is breaking me, like it broke you watching it. It was. It's. It's. It's, it's bad. It's bad writing. It's, it's bad, bad everything. Writing.
0: It's bad everything. Yeah, it is. And A few backgrounds. I, Serena, did you like that music at the beginning, or were you being sarcastic?
1: I did not think that it was bad. I was just like, oh, well, do, 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 this do, isn't do, terrible, do. but uh, but it uh, sounds very like, it synthy, was cheap Casio keyboard. It was those. Very, very bad. A lot of this stuff is from the time that it was made and clearly not everyone it's
0: every possible problem amped to 11 <laughs> well
1: it, clearly not everyone here is a disney animator but at or the an same animator, time it, yeah or, or an editor, or, an editor director, or, or director or director or voice an, actor <laughs> or many things <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oof. all right well yeah. that's the christmas tree everybody so uh chris would you
1: recommend people watch the christmas tree not only if you like pain okay trina would you recommend people watch the christmas tree
0: If you want to kill yourself after, sure.
1: I recommend you watch The Christmas Tree. I recommend you watch The Christmas Tree if you want to learn how not to uh, do exposition. You know what? How not to... If you
0: want to study animation and get an example of how not to do anything to (laughs) do animation... How
1: not to do things. How not to... How, how animation design you, editing if timing if you, if you want to create writing, if you directing. want to create varied character designs here's here's how not to do them <laughs> especially for children for, especially for kids <laughs> but um me I I adore
0: this thing I if you like if I if you if I listen to those movies you were like oh yeah troll two the room Megalodon watch this this is the best cartoon equivalent I've seen so far awesome uh Rapsi, I can't even say that for Rhapsody. it has moments but that that hurt me Wow. I mean, the only reason why Rhapsody did not hurt me, it kind of helped that it wasn't really that long. Well, it is also fascinating. Rhapsody yeah. is fascinating in a way that literally no other anime cartoon is. Mm-hmm. It's really the worst-looking thing you will ever see. I mean, I wouldn't
1: watch it again. No. But, I mean, it's, it's still like... It still bugs me, like, knowing that there is a complete musical sequence and it was done by who? It was done by Bell? Was
0: hey, it? Yes, Paige O'Hara. Look oh, at yeah. me. Yeah. And
1: you see the visuals they do for her. And it. you're like, the music is actually not bad, but what is, what is this animation that's and the happening? Character at the same as well, time. That character is a bitch. really. I hated like, her. Like, she's really like. She's, <laughs> she's not just You may go to. But, you may be book smart, but you still, you sure are stupid. And I'm, I'm like, like yeah, Yes, that is the exact thing I was thinking! Him, Zach. <laughs> him, that was very satisfying. It the really most was. The most satisfying part
0: And then five minutes the later, movie. she's going to the, the nice area
1: going, Ha ha ha! Santa Claus! Doing that awkward run-up. <laughs> what was that? She's like, oh boy,
0: I'm, are you like, okay? I'm not, <laughs> we're not going to turn this into a rap up but I will say, one of my favorite things about the animation is how they animated laughter, where it was just their, op- their top half spazzing and flying out. Anyway, moving on from horrible Christmas specials, there was one other thing I want to do in this episode, and me and Chris worked it out and I just I took a picture of mine um i don't know if you need to pull yours up we We are going to do our favorite uh of media and things related to sketchwatch play for this year. Um mm-hmm. now it goes without saying that uh this year was a rerun of twenty sixteen in terms of current events and that it was a fucking dumpster fire. Yes it was. But I feel like honestly the media we
1: got, the pop culture was better than average. Did and it? we got some really good choices. So well, well, well can I note on a couple of things before yes. we do? Yes, go for it. Um because my my habit when it comes to uh animated films when they come out in theaters is to avoid them Entirely, unless they're, like, done by the big guns. Okay. Like, the Lego movie was obviously pretty... was obviously yeah, pretty you, doggone surprising. You skipped it, and you, 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 I think you said you regretted it? No, 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 no. The Lego movie I actually saw, okay. but I was getting ready to skip it. Yeah. And, and it was really surprising. And that was years ago. Everybody but, surprised by But it. most things that, you know, are done by, like, Blue Sky and everything else, only because they... Only because yeah. they usually do, the, like, minions or something. Well, that's I Illumination, t- but... Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, well, you know what I mean. Like, I so,
0: lump Illumination and Blue Sky and Dreamworks in with... I won't go see it unless
1: it sounds exceptional. In the Re- th- There you go. But... Uh, Panda. But but you know what? Um I wound up seeing trolls. And that was actually pretty good. You know what?
0: I have not seen it yet, and I have no excuse for this on Netflix, but I keep hearing over because the promotion of that was terrible. That made yeah. it look like, awful. Oh, and oh. Everybody who's, almost every time I was saying, this is surprisingly good. Yeah. And it's, I like the visuals in the trailer. It looked, the visuals it, are amazing. The environments are very un-Dreamworks. Yeah. And the character designs. They're, they're very... Like, te- you compare it to, like,
1: Boss Baby, which is, like, the most stock-looking Dreamworks thing. Stock Baby is very... Stock Baby? <laughs> stock That's Baby. That's going Stock Apple Baby. I've <laughs> <the> a broker now. <laughs> um... Uh, I'm going to get this the Boss Baby in a second. Trolls was really surprising. Okay. Uh, I heard Storks was really surprising. I,
0: okay, you know what? I watched half of Storks, and it was very hit or miss for me. Mm-hmm. It would do something that would crack up, and then I would start to roll my eyes at But I will say, I love the style that... This, it was Warner's new animation style and that between that and I saw the trailer, trailer for the next movie uh, Small Feet or whatever the Bigfoot one have you seen that with Channing Tatum? I've seen that. Their visual style is awesome. Yeah. It's almost a little Sony, like that and Sony Peter's animation they're, the way they design humans I love more than like most DreamWorks No, not just the film, just the proportions and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. a nice round cool cartoony style. Mm-hmm. I think Kartowski has kind of influenced these two in a yeah, good way.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, um, so you mentioned Trolls but
0: mm-hmm. were you getting anything else?
1: Um, There's Trolls I haven't seen Storks yet myself but there was Boss Baby And at the time, we were doing Ghost in a Shell. uh, And Ghost in a Shell lost to Boss Baby. We joked about that. Yeah.
0: And Colin said, yes, we live in a world where that happened. Yeah.
1: Um, I take everything bad I said about Boss Baby because it is legit good. Did you see it? I saw it recently. It's on Netflix. Okay. And I saw it at a friend's house and um, we were discussing some animation work. um, And we sat down and we watched it. And I'm like holy shit, this actually is not bad. Was, was it funny? It was funny. They, they, do think, they do things to babies that I constantly joke about <laughs> on, on a daily... Me, me and Serena make terrible jokes they about babies. There were gags
0: in the trailers that did make me laugh, but I just thought as a whole, like, this context is too stupid the mar- to work.
1: The marketing does not make it work. And the reviews it, or, were would, mediocre. But... Well, well the, the commercials did
0: not do it justice. No. The fact
1: that... um, Well, uh, the...
0: actually, I we
1: mentioned Zootopia. That movie would look like it was going to be nothing. Yeah. And it's one of our favorite movies ever. I was, uh, yeah, It didn't look like it was going to be much, but I was really surprised by Zootopia and I wound up seeing it anyways, and I know you're about to touch on the Zootopia comic in a second. I no,
0: don't. actually, I will tell you right now. The last episode I recorded with Mark, we touched about that on that comic for oh, five boy. minutes. I mean, we can touch on it again if you want, but we, nope, we should get. To I don't want to do that. Yeah,
1: uh, but yeah, yeah people d- Google Zootopia.
0: I will survive comic. Oh God, and then you regret it, but you love it at the same time. There's yeah. Okay, I won't. T- I won't talk about it here. But, but sorry to to the. To the- Boss, maybe like, what's your list about? um, Are you gonna get to your favorite movie of this year? Yeah,
1: yeah. Having said that, having sat down through a couple of things, I was really surprised by animation this year. Like, like, super surprised. Um, And there was still a lot I haven't seen because.
0: just a lot of it just didn't look interesting to me. I heard like I didn't hear good things about Despicable Me Three. I don't know if you saw that. Who Despicable
1: Me Three? Oh, I actually, and, and I say I all, didn't hear good things. I say all the uh, I say all these glowing things about animation that I'll normally <laughs> okay, skip. But... but Despicable Me is is a, is a franchise that I normally skip.
0: It feels like it's hit ice age status now. It feels like
1: that I've seen them all.
0: They're just gonna crack them <laughs> out. Um, but I like the first one. Yeah, Minions was mad, but. Uh, uh, did you? Okay, what are, the, what are the others you wanted to bring up in that case? Um, I feel like you we're going down something.
1: Uh, let's see. I saw Thor Ragnarok, which isn't technically animation, but has enough special effects and animation. Yeah, where Marvel it's like... Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, uh, where it's like, hey, I see the Hulk Canal. That's amazing. Thor Ragnarok was actually pretty fun. I know it's you a, said
0: you, you wish there was less of a focus on humor. You tweeted it, about it. It's
1: a little disingenuous. Like, compared if you, to the first two especially? It's especially compared to the first two. Like if you, I'm not a fan of the Thor mythology, but if you're a fan of the Thor mythology, you, might be pissed. you recognize that things are off about these characters. The first
0: 40 minutes is it's literally, we're throwing the, almost like 90% of that away.
1: Have you seen Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. Okay, so um, I will say that... that's one of two, got to on go a Okay, well I'm not going I'm, I'm to spoil it for you guys, but I'll essentially say that...
0: If you haven't listened to, the, to my Tyrone episode, the first half is already out when we record this i'm at the second up there we did a spoiler talk on thor ragnarok.
1: yeah 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 okay so uh essentially thor ragnarok starts out with thor doing the basic dreamworks uh pixar kind of exposition narration this whereas, is me this is me you're probably wondering how i got into this situation i big clancy brown demon yeah and i'm like jesus christ are we really doing this and not to say that it wasn't fun but it also wasn't thor. i was okay with it yeah i mean um but okay so chris uh do you should we start going back and forth or well, if
0: we're, if we're still talking,
1: if if, if we're still Chris, on my end, yeah.
0: Let us. What is what was your favorite movie of this year? Favorite movie of this year was Coco. Absolutely, hands, hands down. Uh, I, I, I you haven't heard nobody's heard it yet. Me and Mark did a discussion of it. Uh, it it had to be I managed to it free because one, it was so pretty so pretty new, and two, he hadn't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. But I'll say this: How hard
1: did you cry? I did not cry. I do not cry what at movies, f- John. Wh- However, you. This one did. You said
0: that cr- people crying in movies gets to, and there were people crying in this
1: movie. The, the, of crying, um, this movie did not make me cry. Did it move you though? It didn't move me.
0: Okay, Serena, how hard did you cry? I was crying by like halfway through. Oh, okay. Um, I pretty hard. I saw this with Patrick, my brother, mm-hmm. previous guest, and um, now I don't. Let's not give anything away here because no. this is not a coca spoiler cast. No. Now there are the bridge between the second act and third act throws two big twists that connect to each other and change everything. I had called one way in advance so, um, mm-hmm. regarding a certain character who becomes like the main character sidekick, pretty much has mm-hmm. his own agenda. I was like, "Oh, this is really obvious." What I did not guess was everything else that was connected to that, that really did fundamentally change everything, and then make you make drive the point home and tie everything together. So when that first, when they had that shared revelation, it was funny. That I started tearing up when that they realized that because you get a flashback that puts another thing like the lullaby. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. That was when I first started tearing up, and then. You know the end of the movie is where everybody gets it, where you get after the proper climax has happened that big something. It's a very subdued event, but everything hinges on it. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, not only was I just tears streaming down my face, I noticed at the same time Patrick eye, he took his glasses off and was wiping his eyes. There are, there and are... then when you think you recovered, that last song. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to say the character Hector. He something happens and he gets this perfectly animated expression. And from that point forward, I was I would just cry. It was the kind of I was going like. <gasps>
1: <laughs> I don't know I don't I don't know what it was but you know now that I'm older uh, I guess um I mean it,
0: Well it, it, no, that, no now you know how I felt with Toy Story 3 and Yeah, and, uh, yeah oh, I know
1: exactly I I know exactly when you feel the I emotions feel. you just don't cry. Yeah crying and crying films don't really do that much for me um, as much as they used to. So why to. is Coco your favorite film of the year? Coco's my favorite film of the year because if you're an experienced writer you take into account that the art um that the audience is much smarter than it than it realizes it is just to the twists um I'm talking in terms of um not only the twist but in terms of formula. The uh, Coco starts out very formulaic.
0: Yeah, I bring up that I'm sick of every Disney Picture movie being the parents like, you can't do this one thing, you can't go to this thing.
1: Yeah, it's like, but Dad, I have a dream. You can't have a dream. You're a human. She's a mermaid. And it all, it always... <laughs> Mark
0: brought that up. I was like, you can't leave the tower, punzel. You can't leave the gates, Elsa. You yeah. can't go to the surface, aerial Kind of dystopia. You can't be a cop, Judy. Yeah, you can't. You can't, Moana. This. You can't go to the ocean. You Moana. have to. You can't go fight the war, Milan. <laughs> you can't go beyond light touches Simba.
1: <laughs> you have to follow. The... Like, stop. We we all realize what these moments. Are we can talk, but, we, can, we yeah. can see them beat by beat. I
0: think I know what you're and, getting to, but yeah, go ahead.
1: It, it's not the fact that Pixar pulls a 180 and is like, "Ha, we got you." But it's the way that it's executed. It's a way where it's like the fact that that still ends up being very important and tied to the film's emotional crux, mm-hmm. even even at the point where. Even if you can guess what is happening before mm-hmm. I it guess happens, it. you still get it. You still see yeah. that it, it's still executed in a way where it resonates very yeah. well with yeah. you. Yeah,
0: and the lead-up is great too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a funny film. It's paced very well. I think it is... I still think Inside Out is Pixar's most visually imaginative film, mm-hmm. but this is the most atmospheric. Yeah, this is not just a flashy world. When you go in, you're, when, they spend a lot of time doing that in buildings and alleys. It feels like a real
1: civilization. This is something that I noted um, as we were walking out the film, and it's one of the reasons why I did not like Inside Out that much. Mm-hmm. I, I was kind of okay with it, okay. but do so um, you don't hate it? Yeah, I, 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 I didn't hate it, but I didn't. I didn't get the same emotional vibe from Inside Out. It's a different kind of emotion. By yeah, the end. well, uh, it's. It's the sense where the world was much more alive in Coco than it was in Inside Out. Yes. When I got in Inside Out, uh, when we got into uh, What's-Her-Face's Head? Riley. um, Yeah, when we got into Riley's Head, um, there were characters inside of that world who did not legit want to be there. They were afraid of the world. There were builders or construction workers there who were just like, eh, eh, it was just a job. It's a living. I'm like, "If if you guys don't feel excited about this world, why should I? And, okay, and but that's, The way of the dead in this is fun, yeah, I mean, it's especially as you catch in the middle like festivals and concerts yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah, and some of the things i mean there were there were things that happened like. Uh, the change in the visual design or uh, uh, scoop and la goop the goop or whatever died uh, late, uh, later on. The elephant dude uh, um, who was... Oh, uh, oh r- Bing Bong. Bing Bong who died... scoop and la Sorry. are you
0: thinking of coos la goop Yeah, I'm Boop-a-goop.
1: referencing Powerpuff Girls, yes. No, that's
0: Dexter's lab. <laughs> yeah, you call yourself a cartoon geek. <laughs> well, no, they did in Powerpuff Girls, too. He, he popped up in a thought bubble when I Yeah, the yeah. Program, but but lap. Lap. De it was originally Dexter's lab. Voiced by Dom DeLuise. How did you forget that? Dom DeLuise's right-hand man. I'm not going that far. But
1: anyway, I'm going too far, but what I'm saying is. Is that Coco felt more alive and at home with me. And that's a it subjective response. Felt but more I, believable as a natural yeah, world. Yes. But uh, th- that's subjective, but objectively, I think it did more. Uh, and I-, I think it did more with uh with hitting at home with audiences. I, one reason it might be a bigger
0: tearjerker is because
1: the twist I'm talking about it's a darker movie than most mm-hmm.
0: Pixar. When you I guess by, by normal movie standards, it's not that dark, but when you get the full story, like I was I was kind of horrified that. I can't really give any details. Yeah. And maybe some people will be able to guess that, that thing 'cause but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I thought this one plot thread and certain things were were going to be like superfluous, just a red herring.
1: Yeah. Instead It's no. total it's a total red herring. But it's executed very well.
0: But it's but it's not a red herring it's it's important to the plot in a different way.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's definitely saying here's the thing. I'll tell you Psych! this:
0: Have you seen a uh, Last Jedi yet? No, I saw that with Patrick opening night. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but I'm. I mean, I'm pissed that people are so the fans are so angry about it online. Mm-hmm. But that I love that movie. It's the best Star Wars movie in ages because it. Doesn't play it safe and standard. It okay. Does, there is there. Is I some, did
1: he, I did hear that it does take some risks. There
0: are some things in this from Force Awakens that people were there have been so many fan theories about, and in the end they proved to be total red herring. See, I'm um, and there's like it hasn't been about this.
1: Thing. And see, I'm I'm going into this movie clearly. I'm going into Last Jedi very blind, and not, uh, absolutely and not and not, blind. and not attached to Star or what Star Wars is or what it's supposed going to be. Going blind, but remember I'm, the lead up from from, from uh, Force Awakens. That's all I'm taking and, from it. Okay. So so okay. Anything else you want to say about Coco? Uh, go go. Watch it. I'm yeah. I'm totally coming at this from I'm totally from a story point of uh, view. Well, well, I'm talking about Coco in a way where I'm downplaying it at the same time. Um, well, but, you, you were, you're you're downplaying the
0: emotional stuff that people felt, and, at least and the crying.
1: Yeah, I you mean, love. essentially, I mean, don't walk into it expecting to cry. It, go, walk into it expecting to have a good time because you will. There's good music. There's good designs. There's good atmosphere, and there's a good message. At the same time, it's a little more than what it appears to be. So yes. I think you're I I think you're in for quite the ride if you're going to go yes. see Coco soon.
0: Yes, I, I had more to say about Coco in my in my podcast with Mark, so eventually mm-hmm. you'll hear that. Um, so go my turn go for a movie. Yeah, mine might maybe might divide some people. I don't care. I got to be true to myself. No, I'll give and a this shit. Is, this is a movie that was generally liked. I didn't see a lot of people loving, it, but I'm gonna go out and say it. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two is the best time I had the movies this still year. Still have not seen that. I. Now, granted, Deception was generally positive, but I got the sense that it was more in a sense of, like, Iron Man 3. Like, it's really good, but it's not as good as the first. Patrick felt that way, too. He adores the first, and he really liked the second, but um, he did, it did not quite click for him the same way. Mm-hmm. I think my parents were on equal—I just showed it to my parents. They're, they, they're not as good Marvel diehards in general, but they seem to be on equal terms with the first. I love the first already. This second—the smart thing about it— um, it does what a good sequel should with his characters in that now that the interesting is out of the way, they're not just going to rehash their plots and or or conflicts. They're going to build on it in new ways. Like you know, we know the plot thread is that you know Peter discovers his father, but mm-hmm. there's there's also stuff to that in that um, they they take Nebula from the first movie, with such a one-note bitchy character, and. Flesh out what her deal is with Thanos and Gamora, and you actually feel bad for her, and understand why she's so fucked up, and you're unsure of where she's going to go in the next couple movies, mm-hmm. and uh, and you understand Gamora too, and uh, you get you you get more of a sense of why Rocket is such an asshole and why he's so angry and what his end game is. Mm-hmm. Even smaller characters that you loved in the first game, like first game, the first movie, like Yandu. Yandu, this is Yandu's moment to shine, and you get more of his life story, you get more of his dilemmas and turmoils, yeah. and. By the end, you see the kind of person he really is and that the others have failed to see up to this point. Ego, the dad character is Kurt Russell. Uh, his performance is great. His concept is so imaginative. And what he brings to the plot as it goes on is... It really, I thought... like It's one of my favorite climaxes. It may be my favorite climax of a Marvel movie because even though you can say maybe the first two Avengers were technically flashy, this one's still really flashy, but... This movie gets is not only one of the most consistently funny Marvel movies like the first one was. Mm -hmm. Like I was howling at so many points, Mm -hmm. and it has a good twist that some might see coming. I did not, and I found it very impactful. The end of this movie is the first time I cried at a Marvel movie. Oh wow! Okay. And I don't know if everybody else did. I think you're going to feel some emotion at it. You might not cry, and I can't again. I can't say why without literally spoiling the entire second half and end. Uh, But it's it's cathartic. It ends things. On Even when things are done, it ends on a more bittersweet than triumphant fun note, it's like the last Marvel you would expect. And it makes me so happy that James Gunn and these writers have realized like these aren't just outlandish characters, they're tragic characters. They mm-hmm. all have had some really heavy trauma happen to them, and a lot of this is them dealing with it, dealing with new ones, and starting to grow. And while wrapping around some of the best visuals, imaginative ideas, and like I said, humor and pacing, and... The, the only downside for me is I, what I feel is maybe the only major downside of Last Jedi is that I feel like whatever comes back next is inevitably not going to be as good for me.
1: Yeah, uh, well, we'll see.
0: <laughs> yeah, we will see, but I will say, I've revised my ranking. This gets in front of Iron Man. The only MCU movie I like more is Winter Soldier. Cool. And uh, I'm starting to think that, like, I love that for that in it's intensity and darkness. I'm thinking that could be a, a fluke now because Civil War was more like an Avengers movie, and I'm guessing Infinity War be the same way, but mm. uh, that's what's special about it. All right, next category, and... um. I'm going. Might have to battle this, Chris. What is your favorite TV show that you watch this year? Um, my favorite
1: TV show is still Steven Universe, which I need to watch more. I've only watched the first six or so episodes. It is great. It is great. Um, def- only, uh, I'm
0: only early in. I know it gets better.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I noted already that the first season is not my favorite thing in the world, but okay. By the time season that's good for me. By, I like by, that. Yeah, by the time season two and three uh, jump in. Uh, it is fantastic. Season three is yeah. by I think four. Yeah. Whichever whichever season. Um, I think they're up to four. Yeah. I think. Well, um, Maybe well, five, I, I don't I, know. I think technically you're on seven. Jesus. I, I think. But uh, the, time flies. The, the ordering and the numbering is weird. Uh, but TV does that sometimes. Whatever epi- uh, whatever season, Peridot comes in and starts to really muck things up. That's when it starts to get really good. Yeah. Um, but I still <laughs> hold that the, um, that what Stephen Universe is trying to say is essentially is that um everyone should I-, I guess love each other. Steven Universe essentially is pushing that. And you can call that agenda, you can call that whatever well, you want. I
0: know that because of it's pushing some certain gender
1: norms. Well, it, it definitely well is. It's, it's it definitely With the pos-
0: fusions, the fact that the gems are are sexless and that Gar- I, I, what are Garnet's um haves.
1: Um, uh, Ruby, um, Sabri Ruby and, and Sapphire.
0: Yeah, the Pokemon Gen 3. Yeah, they, Pokemon Gen 3. It's heavily
1: implied they're a couple, right? Yeah, yeah, it's heavily implied they're a couple. And it's, it's, it's make, it's... And I know that when there's are introduced Bonnie, they don't give them a gender. Yeah, it's, it's showing, it's showing that these things are normal. It is okay. You shouldn't be so it, uptight it, about those kind of classifications. We really shouldn't. Um, but it also gets into, uh, even beyond that, um, that heavy visible layer of mm-hmm. stuff. Um, they also talk about like how important it is to communicate during relationships, how yeah. complicated feelings and being able to express those feelings can be I know, in I know
0: that Pearl like goes through some heartbreak.
1: Oh, Pearl goes through a ton of heartbreaks and she's my favorite character. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she is... What t- I've seen of the first couple
0: episodes these characters are fun. Like my only problem is that Steven's a little too stupid for his own good. That's where that's my issue with season one where it... it does because so, because there are episodes where they're, they're, they're like, Steven, don't do that and then he does it. I'm like, dude, I know you mean well, but come on. Yeah. So,
1: so does he grow? He grows That's not That's great. Like, like um, my my issue with season one was essentially that Steven is basically happy SpongeBob or total he, dope. Yeah, and by the time season two, by the time he starts I mean, to, at least he's not a jerk. But it's still he's not a.
0: Mm, no, In the first season one, so far he hasn't been a jerk. He's he just, he, has he, a, he he's always doing what he thinks is right, even if it makes things he, worse.
1: Steven always does what he thinks is right, but that's com- and he's com- and he's coming from a very loving place. Yeah, the problem is is that in later seasons, as he starts to grow and he, as he starts to. Figure out what his powers can do, Mm -hmm. and what his mom essentially was trying to do. He takes on that burden, and it starts. It it starts. It it starts. It causes him to make some pretty poor decisions. Yeah, Um, and that's that's one of the things that I love about this show is that it kind of. It kind of doesn't pull any punches with these characters. It's it, it says that, sure, this character might be the strongest character there is that we have on this team. They also make pretty poor decisions. And they also make really dumb decisions. Nobody's perfect. Nobody is perfect. And even one of the most uh, bigoted, pers- uh, bigoted characters on the show turns right around and probably has one of the strongest character arcs that I've seen. All right, don't tell me what mean. I'm not gonna I... say I'm not gonna give you names. I'm not to the point where they start fleshing out the No, no, I'm, you know. I'm not giving you a name. I'm not telling be... you what happens, but even even some of the most villainous I still gotta char- I still gotta finish watching Stranger Things Even even one of the most villainous characters has a lot of emotion put uh, put behind it. <laughs> that's always cool. Yeah. It's 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 one of the most important that's, shows yeah, I've yeah, seen that's,
0: that's something I touched on one of the reasons I love Guardians too is they took like I didn't like Nibula in the first Guardians mm-hmm. and then this is you actually kinda of feel bad for her even though she's still a murderous psychopath. Yeah. Like Thanos has done some fucked up shit to him. Oh, Thanos is a fucked up character. You told me, like you knew you're familiar with and like it's gonna be interesting to see what Avengers 3 and 4 do with those two yeah. together. Yeah. But um in, in term- and Loki, apparently he's gonna be on Thanos' army, like V3. Yeah, I'm not too happy about
1: that actually. We'll,
0: uh, we'll see where he is by the end of the yeah. Yeah. Okay, but, so
1: anything else about Steven? Um so watch it if you haven't. If you like that. I mean, I know a lot of people are gonna uh, are gonna come and be like, hey, it's an it's an SJW show. But look, we all could use a little bit more happiness in our lives, and if you learn how to treat people right you're, I mean, you're pretty good. I <laughs> just think on its core, it's
0: just a good show. Yeah. Morals, regardless of the moral morals. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, why wouldn't you want to be a good it's moral funny, person? It's <laughs> funny, it has a good art
0: style and a good diverse uh, personality-wise even, yeah. characters. Yeah. Uh, uh, I,
1: imagination. I, I think on its own, like, it's very creative, very yes. fun. And, fuck, it's very loving. I like yes. that. And I actually... I think you're aware of this.
0: I've watched very little TV in the past couple of years, so I can't really give a fair one. Mm-hmm. Other than I will say that I've started to catch up on shows that started a little while ago um, on Netflix. And the two I can easily recommend right now are obviously Stranger Things. I'm mm-hmm. like four or five episodes in. It's a wonderful show. But also Bojack Horseman. Mm. I'm midway through the second season, and it is uh, maybe the best example of dramedy I can think of in adult animated shows. Mm-hmm. We have other shows like that, like Rick and Morty, but... They are, and I showed like future drama symptoms that touch on the dramatic element. This is more even handed, but it doesn't feel totally out of place. Uh, it all feels hand in hand. And it's great because it's also all in service of a satire of celebrity and Hollywood culture and showing you how shitty that stuff really is. What
1: season are you on? I'm only midway through the second season. Okay. Have you gotten to the part where, uh, where Beyonce comes in? Do you mean the first season when she falls over? Oh, shit. That's the that first season. That shit was great. All the single dollars. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, my, my ankle. Oh, oh,
0: Lord. They do random, sometimes impersonators, but sometimes they get, like, Naomi Watts plays herself. Yeah. Um, Character actress Margot Martindale plays herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's funny how how pick and choose they are. And a lot of um celebrities to play made up, like animal characters. Yeah. Like, Bojack is dating this owl in the second season. And Patrick, who's a big fan of the show, told me it's Lisa Kudrow. Mm-hmm. Um and I'll just say the bag of mulch choke is one of the best payoffs oh god
1: <laughs> um,
0: anyway but so yeah I'll say that next category and Chris uh, I think we might actually be in unison on this what was your favorite game of this year Mario Odyssey
1: it's a tie yeah Mario Odyssey fucking rules it Fuck, it's fucking great now I mean of course, there's Breath of the Wild, and Breath of the Wild is probably my favorite Zelda game. It's, it's got good, yes, it's gotten me into it. It's the one that finally made you a Zelda fan. It, it's it's made me interested go in back the Zelda. And yeah, I can go and play that game, and I'll have a great time. But Mario Odyssey rings uh, just rings the right bell. Yeah, with me.
0: I have as a whole always been a bigger Mario fan than a Zelda fan, and I've been feeling. I feel like Galaxy 2 was the last true high point of the series for its main entries. Uh, stuff like 3 World and the new, game, new Super Mario Brothers games just weren't hitting that mark and feeling kind of derivative. This was that evolution. From the moment I saw that first trailer, I knew this was going to be what I had been asking for, even when the just the gimmick was open levels in this 3D, in this real world. Oh, 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 oh. And then you heard me in the E3 episode, and they revealed what Cappy was really for in this new gimmick. I exploded even more. And then when you, just the more I learned, like it's just a, dozens of, of moons, which are the stars in the world. Just find them at your leisure. Just do whatever you want. I explore. The emphasis is on exploration, but still a lot of just good surprises and yeah. fun and, and and even wit. Yeah. Um, There's still no voice acting in this. But this has some of the biggest laughs I've gotten in a non-RPG Mario. You talked about how funny Color Splash was. And I'm not going to give anything away, but the ending. The ending's great. I actually... I will say I still think my favorite Mario game of all time is Odyssey. I actually meant to say Galaxy, not Odyssey. Pass John. Learn your Marios. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like the post-game thing here is a little more like... Less of an emphasis to do so. In the Galaxy, it's go play the whole thing as Luigi. I'm like, I love this. There's no filler. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. But the I've I've never liked the ending to Galaxy. It tries it to be ambitious, and it feels both out of place, tonally and just too ambiguous. Like, yeah, I don't know what to take away from it. This is it. Doesn't do anything that you can understand, but. I feel like for a lot of people, it's going to be subverting expectations, mm-hmm. uh, both in the final playable moments and the literal last scene that I, some people got mad about.
1: I laughed my ass off. I thought it was cute. I thought it was so funny, and I, uh, I, I didn't. I thought it was a little safe, but I thought it was also pretty cute. No,
0: it, I think what Peach says at the end is not what people want, so no. that's not playing it safe. But um, the fact that
1: I mean, I've seen that ending before, but that's why I say it's but playing not in Mario. safe. I'm sorry, not in Mario. Uh, I mean, so it's still predictable. <laughs>
0: Not for Mario fans; they, their, their head cannons have been decimated now, and then some of them are pissed. Uh, same thing. That's what some of the reasons people are mad for. Uh, but anyway, no, it's it's, it's it, they do a great last. You think you get a formulaic last boss, mm-hmm. then they're like, no, there's something more here, and I cannot go into the it details on it. And I will also say they do something with the audio where it's basically the end of a Sonic Adventure game. Oh, it's totally I loved Sonic it. Adventure. I loved it's it. Loved totally. it. Loved it. It's very good. And then good. the last thing they throw that song in too it just makes it perfect. Um and but the, the, the game as a whole is so imaginative diverse uh just it, it keeps throwing new like there's still not a story really a story to give it to you two. but there's still plenty of personality and there's still plenty of imagination there's still plenty of oh man moments and fan service this is the most
1: fan servicey main mario game you'll ever see i've always i've always bitched that there should be more story to a mario yeah. game and, they, and they've always like thrown that in paper mario and be like you can have it here and it still could do more here but this was actually this worked for me it, it still works but at the same time uh, even though i complain and i whine that there should be more story yeah. to a mario game yeah. when i'm actually playing a mario game it's hard for that to matter yeah yeah, it's and it's kind of weird. Like I, I I'm, I'm kind of like it's only me. It's like boss cutscenes
0: I'm, and opening and endings. I'm kind
1: of imposing my own. Well, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of wishing for my own like fan service of Mario. Yeah. But someone noted that. If you like Banjo-Kazooie, this is Banjo-Kazooie and Mario 64, and if it yes, had a baby. Yes, And this is exactly what... I forget who said that, but they're right on the money on that. Yes. And, um, I'm, and I'm like, it doesn't really need that crazy of a story. Yeah. It just needs to have I good gameplay I still would like animals. it, too,
0: but if, they, if this is the new norm going forward for how it does stories, I'm okay with that. Yeah,
1: I'm okay with they,
0: the could still, they, could, they it, Like I said, with the, it
1: can still surprise you. I can still... I, would, I can still laugh. I would still very much like a uh, Super Princess Peach game, or I'm sorry... Well, a uh, new so, one well, that's better uh I, I'm sorry let me take that I would like a uh a super princess game where all the princesses come together yeah. and do something awesome you know I
0: bet we're gonna be seeing Pauline and like Mario Kart and stuff oh now. totally she's yeah. not even a
1: princess she's a mayor yeah I would totally like to see like all of them together like mayor Carmen awesome. Diego I told but, you look at her wardrobe but uh Having the having the freedom to basically do what you want and not be on a linear path, not be told, like, this is your task. This is your and task. That this actually, is your task. And
0: actually is... I did love that in Galaxy. Yeah. Uh, but 64 and Subtrain did still technically do that because you only do one at a time and they would rearrange the level sometime. This is just like... No, it's pretty much all you out here except then small sport. You beat the game, you do a thing that unlocks more stars in every level. Yeah,
1: you go go at your own pace. Yeah, and, and I and
0: I dig that a lot. Yeah, the only downside is if you want to be completionist, it will be a chore. You'll, you'll probably have to look up about the last couple of stars. Yeah. And the reward is not worth it. It never is in Mario games, but
1: well, I mean, I I haven't got that far yet. Unless you feel the journey is its own reward. I feel the journey is its own reward. It I know, how I, know, I, felt I, know I know a lot of you are rolling your eyes because you're tired of hearing that, but I like that in Mario games and I I do kind. Of, I've dug sixty four. I've dug Galaxy. I've dug th- Mario three D World, and I really dig. Um, I really dig Mario Odyssey. Well, we both skipped over Sunshine. Yes, <laughs> that's the <a> black <luxury. laughs> so Sorry. Well, that's 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 where we are. With so
0: games. yeah. So we have a. I feel like these won't take quite as long. I don't know what yours is on this. I said I don't know if you have one favorite miscellaneous thing across pop culture. What, or did, I, what did I say? Even what did just I say? even real world like movements
1: something oh. important like
0: any, any be it, it can be movies it can be it can be an actual event just what what, oh, was,
1: right. what is your favorite I, thing I went very very small here and, and small small is not the best uh, not the best word for it but I, I, I went at home with this one and my favorite thing was, um, was the animated grump on that they did on YouTube you know how they do like uh, yeah, oh. game grump animates yeah 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 I've heard of this I've watched a little bit of it yeah, yeah. but well, tell, explain to people well essentially like, I think people know who game grumps are yeah it's essentially the game grumps uh, uh, a lot of animators got together and animated an entire episode yes. of the anime. Uh, it's of, been a common of, thing of a for Grumps. people to
0: episode animate like a 30 to one minute segment they, on their own. Yeah,
1: they do like tiny little but sections. But this was a collect. This, this, this was a giant effort.
0: And it, yeah, and I've seen bits of it. It looks great. It looks very fun. And it's because this, this has been a cool concept that's been going on for a little while now. There's been one because they've been doing one with video game cartoons. Uh, mm-hmm. No, there's been one for an episode of Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually applied to it but didn't get in but our old friend Todd did. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, I remember him quoting in our yeah, dorm room. Yeah, Todd, Todd Luigi, very talented animator yeah Todd um,
1: did a good job also one for uh, what's the other video game one they did uh, they um they did for Mario they definitely did one for Steven Universe They did okay, two no, for Steven Universe okay oh,
0: you know about that but there's also for anime Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball
1: Sailor Moon they did the OG openings. Dragon Ball yep, yep
0: no no they did an episode oh yeah 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 that's what right. they did Re-animate. they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did one for Dragon Ball 2 I think it was the old uh, ocean dub mm-hmm. of the episodes and truthfully I'm gonna say right now because I've been thinking about this for a while I'm interested in trying to cl- figure out how to organize one myself because I know one that would be ripe for it what are you thinking I know a good episode of the Donkey Kong Country cartoon. Oh God, you we told could me animate about it this. better. We could easily you animate it better than the actual thing, yeah. and it is the one episode that I legitimately like because it does not involve that stupid crystal coconut. Mm-hmm. It still has terrible songs and stuff, but. I am going to look into how the best way they organize this because I I think people can have a lot of fun with that. Yeah. Um. But uh. So yeah, an animated grump. So it was. What so? What were your reasons for particularly? you being your favorite thing.
1: I like seeing other animators uh do the, um, just let loose and have fun. Mm-hmm. I like seeing that. Like the 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 accessibility the accessibility of the tools that are out here now, such as Toon Boom and Flash and, Flash Flash and, and animate or, or, or even TV Paint and uh, all that good stuff. Yeah, there are a lot of like, fun. ones. Like. You can pick up a program, learn it, and express yeah. yourself as best as possible. It's no longer and a matter of money; it's just a matter of your time and commitment. Yeah, it's still a matter of skill and a matter of what uh, mm-hmm. how much you can bring to the table. But seeing everyone's different interpretations of these two these two dudes going fucking bananas over this as this one game. Which is, game was it? It was, uh, it was Battle Kid. Okay. Yeah, it, uh, and like there's this there's this one boss level where it, it, it drove them nuts. Yeah, it drove well it drove Aaron nuts. Aaron and Danny's having him. a great time. Yeah, yeah, and like seeing like Aaron, seeing like all these talented animators get together and and just did you give it their all? I I, it's just remember, amazing. I haven't seen it all, but I watched one episode
0: of their Heart of Darkness playthrough called mm-hmm. Aaron Goes Berserk. Oh yeah, And that's when where Aaron just breaks and screams, and Danny's just
1: laughing his ass off. That, and where Aaron
0: breaks, Danny revels in it.
1: This was one of those
0: episodes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. The, did, did you see the Sonic Six? It's no use. Yep. It's no use. Yep. It's no use. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's um. His voice is hot. Is deeper than that. I don't know why I did that.
1: (laughs) But um, yeah, it's it was it was pretty inspiring. I still watch it. Like I I, will. I'll I'll watch the whole thing at
0: some point. Um, Yeah, and actually just. I, it's good. I, I don't okay, I don't mean this to be a self promotion, but I just told you, um, I just got accepted into an animation collab too. It's not one of a narrative, but uh we're both part of the channel Federator network mm-hmm. and they've done a thing in the past where it was hey, I have a bunch of different people animate all the Gen One Pokemon mm-hmm. in their own styles for little animated shots. Yeah. And I just got two slots in a Gen two collaboration mm-hmm. doing Don Fan and Skarmory and I gotta bring it up. I watched the first one and got to Raichu and oh. saw the artist's name in the corner. Was- Chris, do you re- do you remember who do you happen to know who that animator was mm-hmm. that did Oh, no,
1: I don't know who that guy is who could uh, he was, was named Christopher Wade oh uh, yeah that was me he had very <laughs>
0: uh, pumpkin jam eyes uh, in too yeah he, he was did. a very Christopher Wade right too yeah
1: I'm actually not very proud of that one I liked it I'm, I'm glad I'm glad I, I, I'm glad a lot of people liked it I feel that um, I will still I will still learning how to uh, I will still changing I, up my yeah. style I mean or I how, don't know how, how proud I'll be when
0: I'm done uh, cause I, it's, I mean technically it's not the first full frame by frame thing I've done but I have others that have been midway mm-hmm. that I, did, I organized through demo reels to get it because yeah. they said like can you show us more actual animation than what you have and I said here's this I'm, do, I'm doing one that's such a run cycle of Ratchet and Clank from then like mm-hmm. Recreating from one of the trailers for the PS4 game, mm-hmm. the other is a clip of the Donkey Kong cartoon. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> I've, I've said, I think I said before that show is a dumpster fire, but there are individual lines that are funny. Uh, unfortunately, there's everything else around you. Yeah,
1: um, well, when, when I did the when I did the the shoe animation, I was um I was approaching animation in a different way. Hmm. But afterwards, um I got it. I got it critiqued by this guy named Howard Wimhurst. Have you heard of him? No. Um, he does he does a whole bunch of animation tutorials online, and I mean, he I, also does consult. It's possible I've seen him. Was is his channel called Howard? Um, it's called the Animation the Animators. It's not called the Animator's Toolkit. It's clip. not AMB, is it? No, it's not. It's I have like... to. have to look at. I have to look it, ba- to look okay, it back but you, you, up. But he's. It, he's. He's essentially a consultant for did animation. Did you send this to
0: him and ask for a critique or something?
1: Um, I paid for a critique session um, for like an hour or two on a Saturday. Yeah. And we did it over Skype. And he gave me some. He gave me some neat ideas, essentially on how I should like go forward in animation and just stop using. Was this f- based on the finished right? This thing? was based on the finished right okay. shoe and a little bit of my. Uh, Maybe my... I should
0: do that with him once the Sun fan and the Scary Thing are done.
1: Go for it. I mean, I think it's
0: worth it. I think uh, it's be... but I'll tell you right now, my Scary Thing might be pretty ambitious because it's gonna be like. Flying up around the Kelly chain, Don fan. I'm basically recreating um because so, he rolls up into a Sonic ball. Yeah, he's gonna be like rolling off a cliff straight out of the uh, the Sonic CDU and the opening and the OVA. No oh, cool. <laughs> and he's gonna come down and do be all heavy and nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So all right, so animated Grump, check that out if you haven't already. It, I think it's the first result on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And so my pick is a little more generalized but still easy to understand. I feel like for the two forms of media that I'm most into, movies and video games, this was a stronger than average year. Mm -hmm. I feel like right out of the gate we started to have some big. um, I failed to make a list, write down a list, but right out of the gate we were starting to have some very strong titles. For game logs, we had like Resident Evil Seven, Horizon, some a lot, a lot of good indie indie stuff as you'd expect. Oh, Breath of the Wild was in March, Mm -hmm. that early and. Man, Nintendo has been so smart with this first year of the Switch. Nintendo came out strong. This, this has year. been a big comeback for them, and I've been saying like, if this thing fails, that I see them pulling the Sega. Uh, I don't think they're going anywhere for a little while. The now. Switch has done amazing. It's still long. doing doing great. That Appa- it,
1: apparently it's doing Wii numbers.
0: I, it's it's the gimmick. The gimmick genuinely works. Mm-hmm. It's following on the Wii U's ambitions and. Actually, following through on it, mm-hmm. uh, and with better, you know, less of an emphasis on motion control and dual screen, and and uh, well, they actually have like a competitive
1: device when it comes to like you know getting they well, have when it comes to like tablets. If and you, stuff. Well, if
0: you notice from the Wii onward, Nintendo has been like we're going to carve out our own niche rather than be a direct competitor with the with PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah, we, all, we
1: worked for them. Wii U, it didn't.
0: This, it's working for them. Again. Yeah,
1: because their competitors have always been like smart devices, not essentially like well, Microsoft or Sony. Well, they've already said so.
0: Well, since the iPhone became a thing, yeah. Because um, the DS and we were before that. Yeah, well, they were.
1: They were like, you know, we wanted, we want to put our product. Into other people's. Well, that hands. also is Instead why of... they,
0: you started getting their properties on phones. Now we got mm-hmm. Mario, we got Fire Emblem, we just got Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I think they said there's something else. In,
1: there's always. I sure there's something else. In the if you just don't know what yet. Still waiting on the Pokemon for the Switch, like an actual Pokemon game they, for the Switch. Just, they confirmed
0: it. Did uh, they? Did you see at the last uh, E3? There's, they said there's no footage to show because they were finishing Ultra Sun and Moon, but they said uh, the next generation will be for the Switch. Yes, we're finally do... going to technically get our first home console HD main Pokemon game. Good because they they said the reason was they wanted it to, be, to be on portables. So They're like, well. I get the feeling three DS is on its way out. Yeah, we me don't really too. have a choice. Yeah. it's it's still portable. Here we go. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm down. And yeah, and like just and then the movies. Um, I wish I was writing down, but I just I've seen especially with this tail end here. There's been a lot of great stuff coming out. We talked about Coco. I I loved Last Jedi. Patrick and I also saw the Disaster Artist, which is fantastic. You don't need to like the room or know anything about it to enjoy that movie. That was uh, Seth Rogen um, and uh, James Franco James as Tommy Wiseau. So. Yeah. Seth Rogen's in it, but it's a minor, it's a yeah, small yeah, role. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's him and J- Dave Franco, his okay. brother, playing. Uh, oh hi, Mark, that actor. Gotcha. They're the guys are friends in real life, mm-hmm. and so a lot of it's heavily inspired. Also, stay to the credits, and you see the real Tony Wiseau appear. Okay. That was his one stipulation. Let me okay. let me be in the movie for a minute. Okay. Um, it's very funny and even heartfelt because it's it's a very even-handed portrayal of Tommy so who's a person who fascinates me. Yeah, Colin, I, I can't make head or tails of him. I don't know what's going on in his head.
1: Yeah, Col- Colin Bird uh, actually introduced me to the Disaster Artist. I actually had no idea what the room was. Yeah, I just, I just knew I just knew a parody of it. I knew the first people thing knew I knew of it was scene. when I
0: saw the flower shop scene isolated on YouTube. Here you go, keep the change. Mm-hmm. Hi, doggy. I was like, what is going on? What is this? Hi, from?
1: Mark. Uh, yeah, that's, oh, that's, hi, Mark. that's the only thing I. Let's knew Let's go about eat, it. huh? Yeah.
0: I did not. Anyway, uh, I think everybody knows those quotes if they haven't seen the movie, and this is it's cool. Like, even if you haven't seen the room to get some context for a lot of the most famous ones because they do have one to one recreation of some of the scenes, and during the credits they do they show them side by side, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of fun cameos there too. Into uh, so like like the Denny, the weird kid who came out with him, it's played by Josh Hutcherson. Mm-hmm. So and I'm sorry I didn't come up with a full list, but hopefully you agree with me. Like. Even animation I touched on, I actually do think there's a weak year overall for animation. Because there's a lot of like sequels like Spickable Me 3, uh, cash grabs like emoji movie. But then you got stuff like, I've I Lego Batman at the beginning of this year. I heard a bit There's Lego some Batman good foreign fine. movies that I still need to see, like The Breadwinner I'm hearing is fantastic, mm-hmm. um, and some other, I'm forgetting the names of, like, Europe had a strong year for animation. The Breadwinner, The Breadwinner. Bread it's, it's from the guys who made Song of the Sea. Oh, I know. It's like, yeah. a, it's like a Middle Eastern-centered. I think I know
1: someone supposed who's working. It's supposed I, to be fantastic. I think I know someone who's working on it. That's like awesome. That. Yeah, yeah, and
0: of course, Coco to close out the year, they may have saved mm-hmm. the best for last, at least in terms of the mass market films. Mm-hmm. Coco is spectacular. Go see it. Um, and so I think we're coming down to some more personal categories now, we went on to do this, and let's not, we don't to take this too long. We've already, we've already got a long recording. But uh, Chris, what was your favorite uh, episode or episodes of SketchWatch Play in our first year or so of recording? And per- le- lean a little bit.
1: Uh, my favorite episode was the uh, personal projects episode. Okay, elaborate. Yeah, well, we got a chance to talk about our personal projects.
0: It was a fun one to go to. It was nice to get inside each other's heads. Yeah. Like, you know, I I... Because I had seen the Will of Montezuma Manic, so I knew the story of it, but I didn't know the impetus and history behind it. Mm-hmm. You had seen pictures of Spacious, and I think it was probably the first time you got a better idea of what mm-hmm. I was going for with these characters. Yeah, and that's by what the, I liked about. it. By the it. way, I still intend to have those short that first short out by the end of December. I'm mm-hmm. really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, oh, also I will say uh, I we I know two future guest stars. Uh, one very probably very soon, and one um, at some point, and. I'm sorry i getting the first one's name is wrong, but he, he I think he learned about us th- through you, Ben Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, another indie artist who does like a lot of fan art. He has an indie comic and in what do do called Chris Slash. Fun guy with a fun art style. I reached out to him because he followed both me and the show. He said he would love to be on. Uh, we're not 100% sure. We think we might be doing Vault Trial legendary defender. Nice. Uh, the other one, it, we, it's a ways off, but uh, it, it's a, it would be a pretty notable one in terms of Fan, fan media and such. Uh, Patrick M. Seymour, who's an indie voice actor. Uh, I got him to play the male leads in Spacious. And I told you who he was because he's the character of Torque in the Freedom awesome. Plan. Um He is a huge Minecraft Well, no, he's, he's best known for being a lot of popular Minecraft machinima something called Mine Street that gets like, a lot of hits. Uh, he's a big Undertale fan. He voices Sans a lot of things. Nice. Um, and apires too. I can't. I, I think I, I, my head voices for those two are him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said he's very swamped right now, but in a couple months he would love to be on. It sounds up his alley. Mm-hmm. And it also props to, to him if he listens to this. Uh, every time I post something about Spacious, he retweets it. He's got like forty k followers. Nice. I think he could be very keen helping that get a get a get some sort of audience. And he's been he and uh, and Keely Mills as well, the, the female lead. They've been nothing but cooperative and uh and, through the, and encouraging about this project. That means a lot to me, guys. And it'll be great to you know develop these characters more with you guys. Yeah, that's uh, lot But anyway, yeah. my pick. I I did a tie between two episodes. Um, Maybe they weren't the most personal, but I feel like these were just they were they were like the I feel like this is like sketch watch play at its best and. They're both very lengthy, but they're just—I can't think of any part that would consider dead air. It' had a tie between our Marvel Cinematic Universe episode mm-hmm. and our Sonic cartoons episode. All right, yeah. Um, Chris's last regular episode for the time being. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler, of course, uh, you know he took his part in the show. He was on fire in this. The fact that we did that WWE discussion by accident—it was mm-hmm. hilarious. We got into this whole Power Rangers semi-retrospective talking about the movie, mm-hmm. uh, and then just all that fact that all three of us had good, great points to bring about. The fact that we all had our same number one. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Kat Tyler's really being like, I was there! And mm-hmm. he really was. And just, we were on fire in that. And the Sonic episode, um, the fact that we were still able to get, you know, the game discussion in, I feel like obviously Colin and I did a much more in-depth one because it was just that. And Colin is the living encyclopedia among the three of us when it comes to Sonic. Like, holy shit. Colin has... A lot of opinions. He eats drinks. <laughs> I feel like he eats, drinks and breathes Sonic. Even with the parts that he hates. Oh, also a little bit of self promotion. Look up. I did a video about the crazy narrative of Sonic Forces. Uh, I actually did like the game, but the plot was a mess. And we. i sorry, never... i saw your review, I yeah. actually do like the game. I um, mean, mm-hmm. the reason it's not been good, but the the plot was. A mess in a way I could have imagined. In some ways, it's worse than 06 it pulls a, it more pulls, so tone than
1: plot. I'd say. It pulls a lot of weird cliches, stupid, I, I, stupid decisions. I, I don't, I don't think that the cliches it's themselves were a problem. It's how they handled They're them. very out of place. Yeah, but the game is fun. And, and, uh, it's, it's seeing, like you mentioned, seeing Sonic in, in and. "Quote unquote torture chamber," and he's fine, and he, he has
0: not been tortured. Fine. No. I'm just
1: like, I don't Stupid. think you guys know what torture is. And yeah. I'm no, I know you're trying to play it off as humorous. That this is not really you don't play torture. torture
0: off as humorous. I'm like, but way. but no, There's I'm not buying that. There. But um, yeah, and so the but just the Sonic cartoons, like I just love the fact that so many of these different shows we had different opinions on, but it worked well. Like you really like Adventures, I I don't, and but we were okay with that. You really like Saturday M, and I like it, and we were okay with it. I really like the, the OBA and you think it's okay, and we were on the same page with Boom and then X. I think actually, I think you hate X. No, you hate X more than I do. I, I do hate X, but than, um,
1: I I veh- vehemently dislike yeah, yeah, yeah. X. Yeah, But so let it was it, that it was way. all
0: super entertaining. I just love. I just, I didn't mean to do it, but the fact that I kept pulling out voice actor reveals that were flooring you, mm-hmm. like when um I I said Optimus Primal was was Grounder, and you like your mic blew out. You're like. <gasps> it's not like you were like, having like an asthma I still don't I still don't understand how that happened but it happened it so. happens he has range, oh. and um I love the fact that one time I was like yeah Lena Inverse was Amy and you are like yeah okay <laughs> Again, I was like, they, can't all, they can't all be good but then the other time they can't like, all be jams Roy Mustang, in his knuckles what yeah um, what, what was the one for Sad AM oh Charlie
1: Adler Charlie Adler and
0: uh X uh, that's that's just the failure. Oh yeah, no no no. Underground was that double D did the singing voice of Sonic. Oh boy. Oh
1: boy. <laughs> um,
0: but anyway, yeah. So I'd say those are two great episodes. Just if you've never listened to the show before, you want an idea of our chemistry. Not just I mean not to say that these latest episodes with guests haven't been great. Um, but you I mean you have you've been a specific energy to this. That I think mm. is great, and I think it's also going to tie into my next. I I don't know if you came up with this.
1: Did you have a favorite moment in Sketch Watch Play? Um. <sighs> All of my favorite moments are I'll sketch. Okay. Pray, my my favorite. I have no, I'm no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, the mo uh, there was a moment in our emotional episode, our emotional movies episode, uh-huh. where we were talking about um, all dogs go to heaven. Oh, and the Emery down blue. Mm-hmm. What, yeah. is that 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 whole segment? That that the, uh, I, I think most of that episode was my favorite. I moment, loved it. But yeah, yeah, hearing us talk about like what gets to us and and crying things do get to me um but there's t- coco yeah, unless it's coco i don't i don't or know inside why. out or inside out i don't know why i don't know why that, that uh, doesn't hit i me. don't know why i didn't cry to Story three or up some things are forever a mystery yeah but um yeah being able to like open up with you uh or some of my favorite moments on uh, yeah on, I, I got i think we both got
0: personal in that episode too like mm-hmm. i think we used uh during lagan and finding dory to touch on some of our own issues but mm-hmm. I, I thought in a way that wasn't too overbearing yeah um, I actually say the heaviest section thing I've ever done on our show is when we got into the whitewashing talk on Ghost in the Shell. Oh boy! Like, God, I
1: hate Ghost in the Shell.
0: Like, Ugh. you weren't happy that said, but like, just all everybody, especially Colin, just had some very harsh things, truths to lay out. I have I have a coworker who who is, hey, Colin, we love you. Yeah. I think that's a good episode. It's just, that's the one thing I would say. that wasn't
1: fun, but it wasn't. It was not fun, and I wish I wish that Ghost in the Shell was better for it, but it's not. I have a coworker who. Um, Tends to say some very problematic things God every time, uh, every time or other. But it was kind of weird how we kind of agreed that Ghost in the Shell had that issue. Huh. It, it's it, and he's like, I don't like Ghost in the Shell because it whitewashes. And he has, um, he has a, uh, a some... Vietnamese wife. That um, might have helped. Yeah, and I think that might have helped in that regard. If he targets the Asians, then he. Fears. And I'm stu- and I'm still like, huh. All right, I I see you. I got you. Let, Let me put it this way: Does he want the wall? Uh, I think he does.
0: Oh, there you go. Uh, On that note. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, the, the emotional episode. I think that's the, those. Those are both both the emotional and and Ghost in the Shell episodes are unorthodox for us, but I think they're both really, really good. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd uh, so I'd recommend them both. But that's your first episode. But once you got to know know us a little bit maybe listen to the sonic episode so you know Colin a little better i mean I, well we talk about other stuff before it goes to the show i'd say either one is a good watch all of them because they're all great yeah <laughs> i'm honest there is an episode we've done that i've that i've disliked yeah there have been moments that i find are like dead air or like at the end of it goes the show like i don't need to really listen to that mm-hmm. but i feel like it's
1: good that we did it no um, now let me ask you and this is a bit of a surprise i know i'm putting it on you um that's um uh, uh go, for it, work. go for it go for um my schedule is from um, is starting to slow down a little bit when's a good time you'd like to um you'd like to have me back I was going to say
0: uh we could start the schedule back up in the next couple of weeks because okay so I am they were recording this I'm probably going to get the second half of Tyrone's episode out mm-hmm. and then I might put this back that put one out in between that and Mark's episode was recorded uh a week ago or mm-hmm. la- oh, last weekend and that's going to be a very long one. I'll probably split it into two because our first half we talk about Coco, miscellaneous things including the Zootopia comic and the Fox Disney deal. Uh, and he also wanted to bring up speaking of anime adaptations, the uh, trailer for Alita: Battle Angel because he's a huge fan of the source material. So mm. I'll put that up first, and then we do a big Final Fantasy retrospective. But while that is going up, I think we could start planning things. But I still want to talk, and maybe we could talk about to Ben Reynolds, and he could join us. Okay. Um, but I. Was I'm happy to hear that you think for the, for the for the time being we can get back to our bi-weekly recording.
1: Things are starting to things are starting to hey, even out. I've let me gotten... give you the first hug of ever getting you, man. Yay, hugs. Get back, guys. Yay. Get back. Uh, you won't hear it for a little while because we still got not, a, f- a... Not for uh, a little while, but I am coming back. I just needed yep, some time yep, to take yep. care of And you, are, and you of obviously you have projects. full permission
0: to take breaks again. Yay. But Because uh, real life prioritizes podcasts. I'll give you a heads up next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. And, but no, I think the guest period worked out really well. Cool. The, uh, all the stuff with... Uh, we had Felipe and Patrick back. We marked Mark for the first time. We had... Ty- oh Tyrone back. So though, mm-hmm. like, just it was they all did a great job. I'm really cool. happy with you guys, and it, it should the need happen again. I, I, I'm not gonna be upset about that. Okay. Like I said, you do bring a unique energy, but it can't it doesn't have to be the only energy. Awesome. So my favorite moment, uh, I just went for pure humor. Mm-hmm. I went for two because I feel like one of them is the first time in our show's history that we just had a real gut buster, and one that I just think is just I still crack up listening to it. Uh, our Freakazoids episode. Right. when You went into great detail about that the that's Uranus joke. Oh boy. That, you can hear me laughing, crazy in that end episode, but the fact that you just keep a lot of re- on this just it almost feels like you pre, pre- wrote this thing.
1: I didn't just I,
0: talk about the most magical six year old, wrote this thing in a dress. It's, it's great improv. It's just this is what I mean about your great energy about just finding the right moments to uh, say them in the funniest, most was, energized way. It
1: was so strange because me and Serena had watched watched it that morning and we started we started a we started a nice yeah. habit of watching. That no. moment that, both it went it That went, moment I got it. I understood what Freakazoid meant to other people. That was
0: your one I get it moment. Yeah. And Serena, Serena, I think you, you like freakazoid in general more in general.
1: Oh I love them. I love them um uh, when I was a kid. Like like all the jokes went went over um, my head when, uh, when well, it a little bit of some of the jokes it. just make no sense, period. No, they no they don't. But it was just that um that just like surreal, kind of like irreverent, just makes no sense, like has no point kind of humor that I, love I absolutely love. Ladies and
0: gentlemen, that was Serena's first full focus sentence on the show. Yay! Give her a proper...
1: Uh, hello? You're I don't gonna, know. Are you gonna call, Are you gonna do Goodbye, the... Gonna yeah. No, no, no. Glass? I don't wanna,
0: wanna drown my own beautiful okay, voice, okay. voice out. Well, but, damn!
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm very it's not, egotistical. It's not, you know me. It's not, uh, I only do one thing. <laughs> no, no. But there is one
0: other thing that I think equals that. Uh, particularly... like The whole part of it is funny, but the way it goes... When I first showed you Tanic the Hedgehog. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that was a thing. This is the same. I still want to meet that kid. I can't. I don't know where he is. Jeez. He kind of went dead a while. He kept doing art and stuff for a little while, but then he just went dead. Maybe he got a job. Maybe. Like we said, he could be very talented now, Mm -hmm. but I don't think he wants to get teased anymore. Okay. I don't blame him. That's understandable. But, uh, But Peter Rems, if you listen to this... Yes, the thing was unironic, was ironically entertaining, but we both agree you could be doing some really cool stuff now, whatever you are. Mm-hmm. And uh, we do not pay to him.
1: Just like we do not hate Flameria and Ferreira. I don't, hate, um, I don't hate the guy. Honestly, we all have to start from somewhere. Animation is hard. Video animation is, animation hard. is hard. Really, really fucking hard. <laughs> Writing is hard. Uh, but
0: goddamn it, the fact that you have that Mortal Kombat scene, and I just have this impromptu... I've seen this before, but I still have, like, Chris is just going, oh my god. And you hear me, I'm having a bit of the giggles i
1: think ah, ah, i'm like a hyena it and was gold i thought <laughs> i mean it was still it was still jarring and out of nowhere it's enough still... for me to listen to myself if and I, chris if, and I'm if i was cracking a, up. if i was a kid i would totally put the mortal Kombat theme in that but in, in that moment like it's i mean just, if he so... did it better it could have been genuine but it's just it's
0: insane <laughs> the way he animates things and, and, and just writes these things is insane and it's hilarious yes it is and just what i i just i want to do something random for that sonic episode i'm like what's the craziest way to cap this off and then i remembered. Titanic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where Where mm-hmm. is Tannic? <laughs> and you immediately chime in. Why is he black? He's black <laughs> in a <the> shadow. <laughs> <laughs> the bad guy. Okay, so I would say this is the end of the awards, but Chris, I'm going to pull a, a, a Shyamalan on you. There is one more impromptu award, oh and boy. if you do want to decline, you can. But okay. ladies and gentlemen, I am proud to announce... The first ever annual sketchwatch Play Uncle Daddy Boyfriend Award. Oh, boy. Where Chris has said in the past many times, he may be a heterosexual male, and I may, may be as well, but what's that one male character in like a cartoon or game that stole our hearts? That stole... And you can still say it's Claudiolus if you want, but is there anybody else? Because I have one that's unorthodox. Uh,
1: and Serena is giving me the biggest... <laughs> She's be- she looks very curious. I'm, me- I'm curious, too. That stole my heart. Like, literally stole my heart. It can be either the emotionally or, you know, you're like, that's a hunky dude. <sighs>
0: Goliath from the, from gargoyles. Oh, okay. Well, I was gonna say I meant I meant anything this year. Oh, this year, uh, maybe Goliath all time. And I get that. Keith David
1: is a <laughs> I, Keith <David laughs> himself. A, Keith David, right. David is the embodiment Go, of Goli- Goliath. Goliath is a heartthrob. Um, sort of but watch but, but, uh, but uh, I may have revealed something. But <laughs> but uh, uh, called, this this year. Judging. Um, this year, hmm, what has come out this year? Now, you could he... still say
0: just Gladiolus, even though, and for the record, people, He's only, have...
1: He's been out for a year, he's already been out since 2016. But, I that?
0: mean, in our first year of doing the show. Oh, she's whispering something.
1: Does she have a nice suggestion? Oh, boy. <laughs> say it, say it. <laughs> the fish guy from The Shape of Water. From <laughs> Guillermo Del Toro's <laughs> new Doug <film>. Jones,
0: everybody! <laughs> I, mean, I haven't seen that movie yet, I want to. It's good. It's yeah, good. Good. yeah it's not, it looks interesting. Okay, mine's also unorthodox. It is both a character who I grew to love, and... Maybe I won't say it's a sexy design, but I think it's a cool design, mm-hmm. and that is Hector from Coco. Hector from Coco, a guy who is introduced as the town bum, common artist, mm-hmm. and goddamn if his story didn't tug at my heartstrings. And I can't spoil it, but it's also I think it was when I when I, I judge I I dwelled on his story afterwards because the same thing that I find finding Dory so heartbreaking is that you think about how much suffering this these two characters had to go through. Yeah, before finding a reward for it. Mm-hmm. And I, I he's a very charming man. I think he's better looking without the skin, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a cool design. Like, I love the fact that skeletons are always fun in animation. Yeah. Coco epitomized that with Hector. There is, this is not a spoiler, there's a scene where him and Miguel have, like, a duet on stage, and they do the thing of detaching the parts. Like, he puts his head on his spine, like, his his hips. Mm-hmm. He puts, like, he, he puts his spine on, on his arm. Yep. It's just, his animation is so much fun. His actor is so much fun. He it gets really a lot is. of the best jokes. His his storyline is ultimately heartbreaking and powerful. Mm-hmm. And near the end, you see what a selfless character he is. Mm-hmm. And, um, and... I felt for him,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I guess I can't say he's a hunk, but I love his design and what they do with it. So that is my close equivalent to an uncle daddy boyfriend for this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the fish guy has a nice butt. I wonder if that was Doug Jones' actual butt because he's uh, Guillermo del Toro's makeup man. Mm-hmm. Let's look. At, let me Google right now. Go was it Doug Jones' butt that,
1: how good is the butt? No, it's fine. Right. <laughs> but
0: uh, on that note, um, it's time to start bringing this to a close. I may have started this with breaking you down with this special. Oh yeah, but I think discussing like the first year and three months of this show uh, brought you back up this has been such a fun project to keep going, and I actually did mean to ask you at the end if you had an idea of your schedule. And you—that's that, your Christmas present to me, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, after we get—I mean, this will be up before the uh, Mark episode. Apologies to Mark; I'll get that out as soon as you can. And you—you guys are in for a treat. Mark was great, and cool. I, I'd love to have every guest we've had. I'd love to have back at some point. Awesome. And three of them I already have. I'd love to hear them again because I've been going oh, through. Would, no, four guests. Patrick has been everybody, but I think but Mark has been back. Mm-hmm. Mark, Tyrone... i mean, Tyrone, Patrick, Colin, and Felipe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and are plenty more I, I know I want to get. It. You are also welcome to reach out to friends, colleagues, people you've. Uh, Felipe has encouraged in the past, like reach out to people you admire because mm-hmm. I've tried that a little bit. I've gotten one polite rejection, but Patrick, I'm not close friends. Patrick Seymour, I'm not close friends with, but he he'll be on at some point, hopefully. Okay. So um, our next episode, so we have this. Look forward to our discussion with me and Mark about Coco, uh, Alita, Battle Angel, Final Fantasy, and oh. a lot of Disney stuff. Oh boy, uh, Battle and Angel!
1: Yay!
0: He's more optimistic than you might expect. Super. Um, but uh, and I don't know what to make of it yet. I have not, I'm not familiar with it. But uh, and after that, I we actually are not 100 sure what we'll do next. I'm going to reach out to Ben Reynolds. And see what if he wants to be on with me and Chris. Uh, if we do Voltron, if we do something else, he might have changed his mind. And after that, um, you know what? I think that I, I will let you have your choice. Uh, you decide, because uh, I'm, I it's been so long since you've been on. And I've known what my first pick would be when, when once you came back come back on. Because and I think I told you already, uh maybe you forgot, it has long been one of my favorite movies ever, and now that you've seen it, it is now your favorite you've said that it's now your favorite movie from that studio we are going to do Hayao Miyazaki's Castle in the Sky. We can do that. That would be great. But we're going to get some other stuff out of the way first. We're going to get Mark, we're going to get whatever the next episode is, be it Ben or Chris, Mm -hmm. and then we'll get to that. We'll do that. That'd be great. So uh, I want to wish very happy holidays to everyone. Yep. Go do what your best holiday traditions are. Me, it's an excuse for, like, yeah, technically I may be agnostic, but I still value the season. I value the decorations, the ambiance, a good excuse for family reunions. Uh, Presents aren't too bad, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And just the fact that you know, my, my brother and sister have moved away in the recent years. Yes, Patrick has moved back home. Mm-hmm. Kieran's still distance away, and she still might stay a distance away after she's done with college. She's, I don't think she knows what she's doing just yet. So, she spends a lot of time with them and my parents and the pets. We call it the zoo now. Um, I've mentioned my parent in the past. He's living with my parents, Squawks, because I have some sleep issues, and he's a very noisy and early to bed, early to rise bird. But I still love him, and so... and. Uh, you guys haven't seen it, but I know you, uh, Serena, you love Squawks and you want to see Oakley, our dog. She's uh, she, So maybe maybe you will someday. Mm-hmm. i still love for you guys to meet the family and come down to the camp or something sometime. But I look forward to this holiday season. And obviously, it goes without saying that uh, next year is still going to have its fair share of shitty news. But I've had a lot of, speaking personally, this has been a, a, a year of a lot of good personal landmarks. And I'm going to look back on it in a positive note. Good. And Chris, if you have anything you want to say about the holidays or to the audience for, for the year...
1: You don't have to, but I'm just... I'm trying to think. Because the only thing that comes to mind, we recently watched um, an episode... Uh, we which, we recently watched a special with Pat Oswald. Pat and Oswald. Pat and Oswald, sorry. Um, Remy. Yeah. Among the other things. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said something that... That that I uh, I thought kind of resonates with all the shit that's happening. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why are we bad? (laughs) He had, you know, what happened to him last year, right? Oh yeah, that was horrible for a guy. Like, like it's it's crazy out here. So yeah, um, the the best the best thing we can do is just remember that. Yeah, it's it's chaotic out here, but it's it's still okay to be kind to one another. You don't have to be a dick. It's it's we can lift each other up and not be total assholes. And honestly, that's what I've always done. That's what I'm gonna keep doing. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm gonna be me. All right, high five. They heard that. Um, I'm trying to think of the best way to sum up like such a touching little message. Um, oh, I know. You always win when you are good, Mrs. Mavilda. She's going to be okay. <sighs> she was not good though. No, there was no redemption for that. No, character. there was
1: not good. Like she actually earned that got, lightning bolt. I'll, <laughs> do of, I'll do a bunch of uh, line quotes. <laughs> Now
0: when you go through the window. I'm going to the bathroom. I've been holding it for an hour. Happy holidays, everyone. (laughs) I better go now. So you can take care of yourself, Judy. I will be back before Christmas. Shut that door. That's the best one. That's the best one. Guys, wait, wait, wait. Chris, on three. One, two, three. Shut Shut that that door. door. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> dilate oh God, I, I Stop, pause that for a second can you pause that for we a go second go back to that when yeah, their, their pupils the pupils dilated yeah, no this just pause alright wait wait <laughs> 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 she looks like she's smelling a rancid fart <laughs> There's, there are many things happening cause she turns the cut is so quick <laughs> She is so monotone in she delivering gets this normal line. normal eyes, but it's, looks out of place at this point. Yeah, and then she like turns. It's like she you, also has the giraffe next whom well, he's been bringing up. You want the voice to match the expression. Her nose gets an extra wrinkle. She is still Elmer <laughs> um, Fudd and drag. Everything is well, wrong with this. It's the, it's 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 so weird how the editing was just like oh she's coming up the stairs and your mind wants to read it. Holy shit, she's coming up the stairs. We're <laughs> <I'm> gonna die. <laughs> She has a knife! She has a knife! (laughs) Don't go in
0: there! (laughs) (laughs) All right. I loved you all! (laughs)